This guy stinks! <laughs> Get him off! <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm going. <laughs>
I don't know, maybe less than 100 plays or something. Yes. And the most plays you have are some of the most complex spirits yes. in and the game. And his favorite Horizon spirit, Eyes Watch from the Trees, but we can't talk about that. Favorite Nature Incarnate spirits, can't talk about that either. <laughs> Let's just say nothing. Anyway. <laughs> I'm guessing all that is getting cut. <laughs> no, I'm staying in. No, I can stay in. Oh, wait, you can talk about... It's been announced, yeah. But oh. we just can't talk about specifics of Nature Incarnate. Gotcha. So I can say the name of the... Eyes Watching the Trees. Well, welcome on board, Seth. Well, thanks for having me. They explicitly said that friends of playtesters could play, yeah. and they were actually encouraging that. Yeah, for your playgroup. So we did. <laughs> the new spirits are really fun. Okay, so yes, we had Seth on, because we had Jason drop out of Laura's game, unfortunately, yeah. but now we had a full team of four, which was yeah, fun. Yeah, I was actually really curious how that might affect things. How <laughs> it might be where it's like, uh, mm, John's two-handing versus yeah. four people. Is that going to be a difference? Is it not? Are the plethora of variables in this game going to be enough that it kind of negates this curiosity? I kind of two-handed turn one a little bit with Laura, but we'll get into who we all played. <laughs> John quarterbacked my that game, John quarterbacked his game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> let's get into our spirit! Nice! <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about this. Game two of the Brandenburg Prussia Takedown. For those who don't remember or haven't watched the draft video, go watch it on YouTube. It's yeah. a really fun video. Yes, the formation of our teams was in the draft, and Laura's was the first game. She was game one. Her team performed already, and today it was John's turn. So my team that I drafted, my first pick was Spread of Rampant Green. I then picked Travel River. Next up was Wind Lightning, and my last pick in the draft was Starlight. So that is a group of four for my team. What was the name of your team, John? Team Howitzer. Hey! Now, Explain that for us, because you told me and I went, the team what now? Now, if you want to hear an explanation, go listen to our lightning spirit analysis. Hey! hey! That's why I didn't know. I didn't listen. Laura <laughs> listens to one that she's on. She wasn't there. <laughs> I also didn't listen to that one. My bad. See, not just me. Okay, Sad, so thanks for coming. At the time of recording this, only the first episode has aired, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> lightning 2 comes out this week. Basically, Ryan made the connection of lightning being like a howitzer gun in World War II, where it's very powerful, but it needs a lot of manpower or people helping out, loading it, aiming it, turning it. A lot of crew. Mm -hmm. To To man the thing, to load the thing, to turn the thing, to fire the thing. Correct. So with lightning on my team, especially with wind lightning, a very powerful spirit... And if, but if we boost up lightning to go and do damage or to support others, then what goes around comes around. So that was the idea for Team Howitzer. Speaking of lightning, Ryan, you are our wind lightning player. Yes, no I was shock. very curious. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocked. Rock, 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 rock. This guy stinks! <laughs> Get him off! <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm going. <laughs> anyway, each one of us gets to have a lot of agency and a lot of the details of how the game is played and who plays who. So with Laura, I think the distribution of spirits is like, eh, who cares? And, John, did you have a specific notion as to why you picked... Oh, 100%. 100%? Okay, I cool. thought through it. Tell us about sure. your thought process. In intensely. Do you want to tell us your thought process after we've revealed who they are? Yes. Ooh, okay. That'd be cool. Because okay. I have an idea on how I want my team to be picked. Okay. Point being, I'm just saying, in John's game, John picked all the rules. In Laura's game, she picked all the rules. In mine, I'll do the same. So, John was the one who picked who played who. John handed me Wind Lightning. That's who I got, and oh, I was so glad that you did. I was really hoping for that one. Not going to lie. We had random boards yet again. Mm -hmm. Yes, by the way, we're going to do random boards for mine as well, and I got B-board. Not my favorite, not the worst. I'll take it. 
The next one, I wanted Seth to play green. That's me. Seth, was that okay that I hand you green out that of the totally list? Okay. okay. Of the list, that one's probably the one that I had the most experience with. Because like I said before, I haven't played all the spirits. Mm-hmm. But I have played green before, and so I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. And we can delve into all of that of later on. What board did you start on? I was on D board, which is also the board I have the most experience with. <laughs> Not exclusively, but every time we do random boards, somehow I always get stuck with D-boards. Seth, why aren't you smiling right now? You don't look happy about this. <laughs> I, so I, I, really like, I really like D-board because there's no lands next to each other, which is a huge plus. But And by that, he means repeat lands. Like, no mountains next to each other, right. no sands, no okay. double yes. jungles immediately okay. adjacent oh, on the same board. Okay. Exactly. That's the part I really like about it, because I don't have to worry about the adjacent duplicate lands. However, there are two coastal lands which are both wetlands. Actually, I think that's a positive. That's one of the reasons why I like it. So there's two coastal lands that are both wetlands. However, one of which is very lengthy, mm-hmm. so I can... Land number one, that northern wetland that goes all the way inland. Touches yes. so many lands. It is what so makes Bordy famous, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for uh, many reasons. <laughs> one of the things I like when I play is to get my presence to where I can affect as many lands as possible, even with range sure. one items. Mm-hmm. And Ten strats, nice. That particular wetland gives me that opportunity a lot faster than some of the other boards. Makes sense. Yeah, board D is so tricky because it's swinging. It, it's swinging because it, it can be an incredible board, like you're saying, with all these adjacencies right. and that land number one. With range one powers, if you get onto that land, you can hit five lands. Yeah, which is incredible. It's great. Yeah, so many adjacencies. And it's the inland lands that are adjacent to the coastal lands mm-hmm. because of how stupid long that thing is. I also like that the highest number jungle is not super far away from everything. So we got like shadows and keeper and fangs. Yeah, it's not like tucked away in a corner. Right. The, the highest summer jungle is still touching a lot so i like that as well obviously the double coastal wetlands Mm. is so rough sometimes if you just keep getting like wetlands stage two wetland coastal lands and stage three more wetland wetland jungle sands wetland and if they had from a long time ago the same card that they eliminated in the original base game playtesting, which was repeat the land you did before. Mm. <laughs> what if you had coastal, then wetland, then, then repeat the one you uh, did before? It was all over again. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, because I showed up after the random draw because we had a little quick little phone call that we had to make. So when I saw D board, I got sad. Brandenburg, <laughs> 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 they come out so fast and they're so swingy right, as an right. adversary. If, I was like, there goes my game. Well, if we get a bunch of wetlands, I'm like, this might get dicey. But there was one good thing. More on that later. More on that later. Laura, who did I give you? You gave me River. I didn't want that. (laughs) I don't like Oh, there's a question. If we had to choose, who would we all pick? Save that question for the end. None of John's team. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not Starlight. (laughs) Laura would say pass on my team. Don't like your team. But I actually, John kind of quarterbacked River for me. I gave suggestions on turn one. John said, why are you doing that? Don't do that. And I actually enjoyed it because he's like, no, don't do that. Don't go top track. That's stupid. Put them back onto your top well, track. Well, the thing that was hilarious. Is stupid. Maybe it's an ill-advised? No. I think you said it would be only be an idiot. Only a fool. <laughs> but him quarterbacking kind of gave me a new strategy. My normal build is to do one of everything because of, you know, make it all nice and even. (laughs) And he explained why you play it like this and gave me like an opening card play idea and kind of gave me some more hints and tricks. 
So I actually ended up enjoying playing River more than I would if he just left me to my own devices to flounder on the other side of the board. For our many European listeners, quarterbacking is a very American football term, so maybe something that they would catch on to is alpha gaming. I was going to say, the term oh, alpha yeah, gaming right. is also synonymous here. The funny thing, though, was John was like... My score's on the line. <laughs> I will admit no faulty play. John came over every turn. He's like, let me mansplain to you. I, that is not true. Not this true. is an energy. <laughs> not true. <laughs> I merely said River potentially never needs their top track just because their cards can give them energy. Luna Vigor. Yeah. Luna <laughs> Vigor. River River's Bounty. Bounty. Yeah. You can get energy in other ways than your yep. top track. So. The funny thing was Laura sets up her board, does her first turn, and then she got a phone call that she needed to take. So she leaves. Seth and I are each looking at our own boards. John leans over and he's like, she's going to do this. Yep. Wait, what? <laughs> I may have moved your first presents. Wait, you did? We told you this. The first two presents. First thing we said when you came back. And you're like, you know what? I'm okay with this. You and said John's you like, like, used a card on something. I didn't know you moved my presents. Uh, just for your opening. <laughs> your opening. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I told you. And you were like, I'm okay with this. And John was like, I must win. <laughs> your opening presents placement was curious. So I, th- I thought... <laughs> Being that you were travel, you'd want to dwell in lands with Dahan since you're a travel river. So I think that would have been a great start for you to grow to a land with Dahan. And it was. We are winking heavily. Uh-huh. Listeners, yep. I really enjoyed having him alpha game. It was actually It was only turn so. one. It was only turn one just to give her the starting push. Well, we weren't, we're, I guess we're not going to talk about the doing the slow phase of her turn the second time she took a phone call. See, that's the one I remember. That, and that was only one card play. It was. But she, but she I swear you all didn't card. tell me about moving my presence. I'm sure we, we literally did. It. Yeah, I, we, we literally did. did. Yes. Um, for, for those keeping track, Laura didn't say, but she was on F board. Anything standouts about yeah. F board? F four. Failure. Not true. It actually worked pretty well. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it was the board. I was there and we played the game. Cool. All right. I no feelings of ill will toward that board. And just to dispel any kind of sarcastic curiosities about the subject matter of what we just did for the past 10 minutes, there are many times when you legitimately don't know what to do, and there are times when there is someone who does know what to do, and you're like, honestly, hey man, what should I do? And that person tells you you should do this, or this is what's probably the best for you. John wasn't legitimately quarterbacking. This was definitely, with no comedy, a definite, hey, stakes are high, max level difficulty, what's the best thing? You're a veteran river player, what should be done? This should be done. Okay, cool. No, the words, I'm going to quarterback your game, came out of his mouth, I swear. Uh, Sarcastically. It's sarcasm. But not everyone who listens to this doesn't necessarily know the sarcastic relationship we sometimes have with each other, even if it be husband-wife. John was not actually being a jerk here. That's all I'm saying. Yes. And with the complex spirit that John was playing, quarterbacking would have been very, very difficult, even if he wanted to. True. Thanks for the defense, buddy. And what spirit was that, John? Ooh, good serve there. I played Starlight on Seaboard. And there's a good news. We have Seaboard. I played Starlight. All right, why do you like Seaboard so much? Because reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another one where you can go, like, if you're in two lands, you can basically touch any oh, so lands great. on the whole island tile. It's also pretty evenly split up, as Seth has said. The on even distribution of lands is why I love it yep, so much. Another evenly distributed. And I really like it when the blight is smack dab in land number five, mm-hmm. the middle. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. And it's just such a classic board, in my opinion. Once again, just like Seth said, one of my favorite things also 
also is when there isn't a duplicate land mm-hmm. within a board's own boundaries. Yes, I understand that those boards are the ones that are very common to have duplicate lands on someone's border. Honestly, there actually wasn't a ton of duplicate lands on the borders of each board. We only had three. We had the double sands, both on board DNF and the double sands on C and B. And then we had the double mountain on D and C. But as far as duplicate lands within boards, board C is one of my favorites because Mm -hmm. of that. So as we get into turn one, usually with games, they're like, yeah, turn one happens. You're not really growing a whole lot. You're not super strong. It's not that big of a turn made against England or Sweden or something. But with Brandenburg, Prussia, so much happens so fast out of the gate because obviously they flip over a stage three invader card. So our setup explorer was jungle, wetland. How's D-board feeling now, buddy? <laughs> Tight. <laughs> so much was happening so fast for Seth. Yes. Lots of wetlands, lots of jungle. But thanks to being green, I was able to grow very quickly and I was able to use some sacred sites to stop builds and ravages. So mm-hmm. I was kind of able to keep up. But it was definitely... And green can just grow very easily to jungles and wetlands. Right, because I get the one growth per growth phase in either wetlands or jungles. Yeah, happening so every turn. Every turn there. So I at least had one sacred site so I could kind of push stuff to where I could be like, okay, well, I can't necessarily defend there, but I can just stop the ravage. And since green can get his presence back mm-hmm. after I would want to clear my track, I can get my presence back eventually if needed. I wasn't too worried about it. Any other spirit losing presence is kind of scary just because you can't get it back. But green is one of the few that can get its presence back pretty easily. I'd say... Are you talking about getting destroyed presence? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, there are three people who can do that. Ooh, that should be like a quiz. Aha! What a great question. We've said it before, though. Dear listener, there are three spirits who can natively get their presence back that's been destroyed. Who are they? If your answer was green, downpour, and... Volcano! Hey, Volcano, there it is. You are correct. A lot of the time we talk about plays of the game, and for a lot of us, we'll get into it as the game goes on. Starlight's play of the game was actually turn one. Really? Only because of Wind Lightning. (laughs) Talk us through it. So I went bottom track, the literally the most bottomest track of like the seven tracks available for Starlight's. Because I wanted to be able to unlock an element. So for my first element, there's two car plays, and then you can unlock an element, but you have to pick the element that's your element for the rest of the game. That's how Starlight works. I chose Moon. So on my first turn, I played three moons. With three moons activated, I have my innate power, Sidereal Guidance, unlocked. With three moons, it says, gather up to three explorers. So, for those keeping track at home, on Seaboard, I have my Coastal Jungle, I have my Land 4 Jungle, and then I have my Wetland and Land 5. None of them start with the town. So, I got to gather three explorers from those two jungles and one wetland into my land two sands. And that is phenomenal against Brandenburg Prussia 6. Oh my gosh, that, that was is my play huge. Of the game. That was a beautiful thing to watch. That is huge. Stop. Three builds. But, boom, boom, boom. Those keeping track also know that this innate power is a slow power. So, I could only. How could you do that? How do this work? Well, we had yeah. like another yeah. team. <laughs> Exaltation Stormwind, baby, for a single air, you can make a friend go fast. Just one power, but still, from turn one, and it's likely that you will have that every single turn. Yeah. For one air? Are you kidding me? 
We, so yeah, we uh, did that a lot. Yeah, that was something that every single turn someone was being made fast, and that's what's yeah. awesome about Wind Lightning. And when you can stop builds against Brandenburg Prussia, because they don't really do anything else. They don't have adjacency stuff yeah. or extra damage. They just yeah. go fast. So if you can stop them from going fast and you right. can keep up with their speed with a lightning on your team, then that is why I drafted them. Like, I want to go speed for speed. Right. And the thing about Brandenburg Prussia, especially level six, is the fact that on turn two, you have four Ravages coming at you. And just with that single power going fast, you immediately negated three. three oh, I'm ravages. sorry. Are you playing as somebody that has peace in the nighttime sky? I sure am. Buddy. I guess I'm fine. <laughs> so I guess all four <laughs> ravages will be covered. Right. Insane. Two powers. All four ravages stopped. Mm-hmm. Two powers. But I wasn't the only one that was made fast. So that means Ryan had to play multiple powers. So I did the... <laughs> Opening play that I actually described in the lightning analysis, where you do grow three, take the one presence from bottom track, get your third card play, get three energy, and play every card except Raging Storm. So that meant that I could destroy two towns, one from Shatter Homesteads getting a fear. Mm -hmm. You're playing enough cards to get enough elements to trigger level one of Thundering Destruction, which is another town that is also another fear. Harbingers of Lightning is going off, so I'm shoving somebody in to get a fear. And I did Lightning's Boon. And of course, this also meant that I was also getting level two of Exaltation of Stormwind, which allowed me to give a friend one speed upgrade, as well as plus one range. You gave me that speed upgrade and range, which is very nice. I gave John the speed upgrade upgrade and the range upgrade and i gave river lightning's boon because of this i had five powers going off on turn one but here's the thing when you're up against bp6 you are on the clock baby and i'm like go 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 <laughs> so what did river do with the speed so on turn one i played river's bounty and wash away and i also was able to trigger massive flooding I wrote down that I did those things. I forgot where exactly I did them. So I do remember this because I also took notes. You got to with Wash Away. Wash Away being made fast is incredible. So huge. Because you were able to stop a city build. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, we were able to get a town out of the way. An explore and a town in the fast phase move so no city was built. Which would have been tricky. Cities are difficult to manage, especially on turn two if they're mm-hmm. going to ravage. Mm-hmm. And then you were able to do Mass Flood in tier one and stop another build. So you were doubly fast. It Thank was... you, Ryan. And that trend continued throughout the game. You will sense a theme here, mm-hmm. and it, uh, yeah, started early. <laughs> so I know, like, gathering three explorers sounds lame as a play of the game, but when you're able to, like, look at the domino effect of the ramifications of what this did and how I was able to grow differently as Starlight, because, like, I almost had a downturn because Ryan let me stop so much, I could lean into something else of my Starlight build mm. because my board was already so clear or grouped up. Right. And we knew right from the get-go that getting sidereal guidance quickly, fast in turn one was going to be our ticket to buy us a lot of time. For sure. Fun fact, for the longest time in life, I thought it was side reel. I kept saying side reel during our game. Because when you look at the word, it looks like the word side was just real on the end. So it looks like Side real guidance. And then I had to learn, oh, it's sidereal. Sidereal. That sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> kind of like the dinosaur, the ankylosaurus. Yeah. That's what I thought it was, ankylosaurus. It's ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus. That sounds so much cooler. What does sidereal mean? Sidereal? Yeah. Like, what is, does anybody know the definition of that? Because it's a weird word. Nope. Hey, editing Ryan, what does sidereal mean? It is an adjective derived from astronomy. It describes something determined by, from, or relating to the stars. 
Wow, editing, Ryan. I never knew that. Thank huh, you. Nice. Interesting. Nice. Seth, any, like, big things on Green's turn one? Okay, so it wasn't super, like, you guys had really, really big first turns. Mine, it was more about getting as much presence out on the field as possible. So I used my second growth option to grow again. I was able to use Gift of Proliferation on Ryan so that he could get another presence out there. Yay for Ryan. Yay, Ryan. Yay, and Ryan. I pulled from bottom track. <laughs> so now I am at four. Four plays. Yeah. Because of that, I had an extra card play, so I went for energy instead of card play that turn. Okay. So I was able to use Stem the Flow of Fresh Water and my innate Creeper's Terran to Mortar to eliminate one of the towns that was built in the following slow phase. Mm. So not super, super big. It's turn one. It it's helps. Turn one. Yeah. Well, it also helps because... We only had a big turn one because of Wind Lightning. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Starley only did what they did because, you know, Ryan made me fast. Right. And he GOP'd me, so that really helped as well. Right. But the thing that's really nice, so even if it seems like it's really small, Seth, to get rid of a town, even if it's just like, yeah, it's just a town. The thing about Brandenburg, Prussia is because of their escalation, they have to go ahead and add a town to a land that doesn't have one. So if you keep clear lands, that means you have more choices as to where you can put that town. Mm-hmm. And having more choices is awesome. Because if you have a town-filled board, you don't get to choose where it is sometimes. And sometimes you're like, I want this one land clear. Well, too bad. Now every land has something on it. Yep. Crap. So I know it may seem like, it's just one town. It snowballs in a good way to have clear lands. So you did a lot. I did. Well done, e. sir. A little bit and a lot. And thankfully, there were two Dahan in that land. So the next Ravage phase, they just cleared out the Explorer that was Perfect. There. So it bing, was... Bing, bing, boom. Yeah. That is green 1.0, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first event that we burned was Strange Tales Attract Explorers. Nothing crazy. Nah. I wish it was farmers or missionaries. I, know. Like I was like... Is it missionaries? Is it Numenus Graces? Yeah, something. Because of the phone call, I didn't get there in time to stack the deck, so that's on me. Why wouldn't Laura stack the deck, top deck? Oh, Laura, I forgot you told me to do that. (laughs) I'm sorry. But it also Ah. wasn't a good one either. So you know what? Eh, I'll take it. I'll take it. It was a fine burn. I'll take it. Our explorer was jungle, so we had jungle, jungle. We had jungle wetlands, and then the next turn was jungle again. With an escalation. With an escalation, so we got to add that town. But it was just like, okay, we got to really focus on jungles. Mm. We got to keep those clear. Mm. One thing that Starlight did to gain my three moons, I had to obviously play cards with moons. So one of them was Boon of Reimagining, mm. and all oh. the Starlight mains are going to cry. I didn't play it on myself. <sighs> Everyone says, you should play it on Starlight. I mean, honestly, a really good strategy plan. Literally every <laughs> person who plays this game knows what you're about to say and are totally okay with it. <laughs> I Instead of playing it on me, I targeted Wind Lightning. Yes, Lightning needs it so bad. <laughs> so you, did you forget a power card, Ryan? Is there anyone in your hand that you can forget? Yes, John, I pulled a page out of your book and I booted Raging Storm to the curb. <laughs> I was like, well... I really want the water, but there's a good chance I can find it elsewhere. So, yeah, we immediately got rid of Raging Storm. (laughs) (laughs) No. And the thing is, is like, if you're somewhat new and you're not aware of the context for the joke there, Lightning is a character that so badly wants cards that they are famous for wanting cards. So much so that anyone who has card giving powers usually targets Lightning when in doubt. Mm. And so here we have Starlight, who has one of the best card giving powers in the game. And oh, look, what a shock sarcasm, that it went to lightning. <laughs> and now we're trying to boost up lightning. This is Team Howitzer. So now yep. lightning can play four powers. They're going to get extra oh. power cards. They're going to get an extra energy from Boon Reimagining. They can uh, make the rest of us faster. They can make us faster. So so it literally very much is a scratch my back to scratch yours yep. kind of thing. And the thing that was so great was of the cards that I found, I found 
steam vents. Oh, look, I got my fire, water, air bag. There's your water. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, I picked up an earth element as well. And I got carapace lands. Oh, I'm sorry. Does carapace land have a threshold that requires two earths? And it has an earth itself. So with steam vents and carapace land, I can get the kicker for carapace land. Yeah. Well, that was a nice convenience. (laughs) And with wind lightning, because you can cheat range or add extra range, steam vents, the card's value goes so higher. I'll get into this later. I had so many range zero (laughs) cards, and I don't care, (laughs) because I have ways to buff my range. Carapace land and steam vents both are range zero, but I'm looking at that like, LOL, just add one to that, and I can make it work. It was like a slow phase of gaining powers, because then I played Shape the Self anew, and I got to gain a minor power, and I gained Mm. Entrancing Apparitions. Love this one. One of the OGs, one of the base game powers. But this is is where I'm like, okay, I can play this potentially next turn and gather those two explorers that just explore to the jungles, and gather two and defend somewhere. So I do like that power. It has good elements, it has moon for me, it has Mm. air, so... Yeah, very supportive turn one with speed and growth and range and power gifting. It was awesome. Even energy gifting. So that was turn one. I'm like, okay, that's a good turn one, you know? Yep. Next came turn two. Yep. Ryan is already reclaiming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I said before, one of the things about that grow three, three card play play is that you're probably going to have to reclaim. And what I liked is that this opening burst is really good for when there's a really populated field, and mm-hmm. it was. So And it wasn't really like a reclaim because you got to grow from Seth. Yep. And you got power cards from me and energy from me. Yep. Because of the Shatter Homesteads, Thundering Destruction, Exaltation of Stormwind, Lightning's Boon, and Harbingers of Lightning that I played, I was able to negate two of my four ravages. Mm-hmm. And in the fast phase, I could go ahead and Shatter Homesteads yet again, I figured, to save my other one, which meant I have one left. So I told Laura, because she was very close by to my other fourth land that was going to ravage. I was like, alright, Laura, I'm getting three power cards, two from John, one for myself. Let's see if we can find a defend card. So I was looking for ways that we can help to do that, and it was kind of like a quick, alright, Laura, let's go ahead and start working together. And this was the preamble to a great friendship. I was about to say, you two <laughs> start a good alliance. work together a lot this game. Almost well, pretty much every turn. It's almost like River and Lightning is just a great pairing. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I also pulled a defense card. I got Nature's Resilience. Mm. Oh, so many yes. good base game oh, cards were pulled. We're like, oh, defend card that needs water. <laughs> and I got to keep it for about three minutes. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Life happened. <laughs> but for a brief moment, Ryan and I both needed defense, and we yep. both got it. We were just on team. It was very together. happy. Yeah. Yep. So I was able to do Flash Floods, Nature's Resilience, Boon of Vigor to me. And trigger my massive flooding again. Mm-hmm. Mm. What was interesting, because Laura had a really built-up jungle. I believe it was your coastal jungle land, too. So I moved Presence over there, because Starlight can do that. I believe I moved three as one of my growth options. And then I also just placed a Presence at range zero. So I made a Sacred Site, basically. Because I need a sacred site for Peace in the Nighttime Sky. I was going to use it, as Ryan was talking about, on my wetland that was kind of lingering. But I let that blight. I was more focused on jungles, obviously, because we had jungle wetlands and then jungle again. Hmm. So it's hard if that land starts with the city. Mm-hmm. And then the disease stops to build, but then they explore again. And this land is now getting built up. If it's going to blight, which it probably would have. It would have turned into a massive problem. It would have blight and cascaded on turn three. So we're just like, you know, John, think about it. Endgame score. I don't like <laughs> I don't 
I'm like, yeah, in that early game, you were really like, okay, make sure this is going this okay, way, and this, this, and, and this, that so way. Like, I will make a sacred site so I can play Peace of the Nighttime Sky <laughs> on Lore's board to stop that blight into potentially a cascade. So that was kind of like my philosophy on turn two, which is like mitigate blights. Mm. And it worked. Two. We really didn't have a problem. I found Disorienting Landscape. It was either this one or set them on an ever-twisting trail. Mm. And John and I were looking at this. I was like, John, what do you think? I'm like, they're both fast. They have the same cost. They both give air, both give plant. One is moon, one is animal. So the only thing I can use here is air. But we were like, well, they can both push and explore. But one is, oh, if target land is mountain jungle, add a wilds token. The other one is isolate target land. One can go from range two of a sacred site. One is range one. So they're very similar. I can boost range. So John and I were like, isolating a land and sticking a wilds there is very similar of a thing to do. So we figured, well, I think I'll do disorienting landscape because of the fact that it has longer range. Perhaps I'll have more opportunities. Well, for you, it can turn into range three. So that just gives you clear coverage of so many different people's boards where you can push and explore potentially at a wild. And if I can repeat Exaltation of Storwind, I can make that sucker range four. That's so that's basically (laughs) touching almost every land. Which could be pretty cool. So we factored in the opportunity cost of helping friends and how valuable that was. Ironically, when it came to getting that Ravage address that was going to happen on the edge of my board with Mm -hmm. Laura, we're like, oh, wait, we're actually good. Let me go ahead and steam fence that sucker. We got one of the explorers, and I shatter homestead the other town. So like, well, there's one to Han and one explorer in there. Turns out we don't need to use a defend card. So I'm just going to go ahead and play other cards to make other people fast. Did you struggle at all not having swiftness of lightning? Because you can only make one power fast now with it. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And to answer that question, technically, there were times where I could have made things fast. Honestly, I think I only ever needed one a turn. Okay. And that's exactly what I had. Because almost always, Thundering Destruction and Shatter Homesteads, I played slow. Okay. Because this is one of the things I'm going to get to in the general thoughts at the end. But, oh my goodness, I was able to trigger Thundering Destruction every single turn this game, with the exception of turn five. And the value of this was so great because I kept it slow every time. And after the escalation, oh, hey, look, out of town. Or one of the explorers, out of town. I'm like, nope. And nope. Yeah. Next turn, nope. And nope. And so just being able to constantly nope in the slow phase and getting a fear for it was great. So, no, I okay. actually wanted to have it slow almost every time. I think it was like only two times I actually made it fast. Because we as a team liked win more than base lightning. Because oh being gosh. having extra range and having multiple so people go good. fast. You know, Funny we thing. were playing the Blitz scenario almost. Right, right. It's a funny thing. One of the things I love about this game as far as replayability is I can look at so many games once they're done. I'm like, I have no idea how we could have done that if we didn't have these very specific cards and these very specific spirits. And yet, the truth is, I could have probably been anyone with yeah. any combination, and I would still have the same feeling. <laughs> like, the thing that's funny is, I'm like, I needed these specific ones to figure out my problem. And if I didn't have it, I don't know what I would have done. Right. And yet, I can say that about every single game, like, I have. <laughs> Laura, you were saying the same thing, uh, how much changes on what card you gained. I was saying, it's so interesting, too, like, not just, like, what card I gain, but almost which order in the growth phase we each decide to go for yeah. a card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had gone before Ryan at one point, he picked up one of River's, like, right. favorite cards, and all I would have needed to do was just decide that I wanted cards, like, two minutes earlier than I did. So there's just so incredible many factors that go into Spirit Island and Seriously. all the chances. Yeah. It's insane. 
Seth. Yo. Your growth, too, from what I remember, you were just placing as much presence as you could to stop as many ravages yes. on turn two. Yes. So and thank you for doing that for preventing blights for me. <laughs> yeah. Until turn four, I think I... We're not there yet! I'm sorry! Oh. <laughs> yeah, turn two. I was going to have you guess what I did, but you already said. But... I'm guessing just, like, made a lot of sacred sites. <laughs> I made triple stack sacred site for something that was going to ravage. I made another sacred site. I actually... I believe I grew three presents in one turn. Mm-hmm. So... I was able to play Overgrow in a night to add a presence, and then I use the middle track again. Just like I said before, get as much presence out there to be able to just defend the incoming Ravages, because I didn't really have any fast defense cards in the initial game, so I was kind of just playing catch-up with the Brandenburg Prussia craziness that happened. Mm Mm-hmm. I was able to activate my all-enveloping green to defend one of my Ravages, and then the other one was taken care of by Dahan. So, was able to defend using my presence. Nice. I think Laura took one of my explorers off of one of my jungles, too. Hey. Which was very nice. Teamwork. R- river washing away things. Yeah. Because rivers and water help out the greenery. Ah, uh, nature. Wow. Ah, That all went out the window. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Our first actual event came up. We had to think this through. Honestly, this was probably the only bad event. Yeah, this one... uh, No, seriously, think about it. Yeah. We had the struggles of growth. So with a healthy island, we had the choice to either destroy two of our presents, we get to gain a power card, or you forget a power card, gain two energy, and move two of your presents up to four lands away. Oh, look! This one, again, our six-player game. We had this. So here I am, again, as lightning with this choice. That's true. Again. The same time you've had lightning. <laughs> and you did the same thing as you did in the Russia game, Yep. Right? Destroy a sacred site. I need guards. <laughs> <laughs> and with wind, you can extend your range. Yeah. So you were still Pro having tip, a... as lightning, you get cards no matter the cost. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> Does everyone remember what they did? I destroyed two presents to get a power card, and boy, what a power card I found. What'd you get? (laughs) So the selection was between actually a decent selection of cards I could have picked from. I remember you had your four, and I could only see one of them. I saw Lure the Unknown, and I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. I know, Lure the Unknown. I was like, oh, Lure the Unknown is good. Confounding Mists was the Ooh. other, a defend card, but moon, eh. yeah. but water, air, air. oh, it's like an, almost like a control power because like whatever builds your moves, uh-huh. like it's a unique power. Third one, don't remember who cares, who cares, <laughs> and the last one. Spur on with words of fire. I was like, <laughs> one of my favorite miners in the game. I'm sorry, son. Eh, who cares? <laughs> air and fire. I'm like, oh. Oh, and the effect? But, oh my gosh, I'm playing as Wind Lightning with Lightning's Boon and Exaltation of Stormwind, and here's a cheap, fast miner that says, oh, target a friend, they gain an energy and a card play. Extra card play. So it's so hard to do in this game. No joking, this is one of the best boons and one of the best miners in the game. Mm-hmm. No sarcasm. Don't at me, it's true. <laughs> if you played the game, you know it's true. Top five, right there, whether miners, fast powers, or support powers. Love that one. (laughs) And we were like, oh my gosh, I kind of have to take this one, both for the elements, the ease of which I can play it, and because of the fact that I'm like, I'm already spitting out so much support, I almost have to do this. And oh my gosh, the things that we were able to do because of this card, Wind Lightning getting Spur, are you kidding me? That's why I knew, I'm like, okay, this game's going good. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) 
This is why I think Wind Lightning might be one of my favorite supportive spirits in the game. It's, Just because yeah. I, I know Serpent Honestly, yeah. and Fractured. And green's and still top. And green. <laughs> we all know Gift of Proliferation. Thanks, Seth. We all like growing. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but something about speed plus range oh and it's so consistent. And, you, and then you pulling Spur, I'm like, wow, this is like the perfect supportive spirit. Oh my goodness. That can, can still damage. They can, can still do almost stuff. everything. Yeah, can I do can't everything. give you cards. Still do fear. That's about it. Still control <laughs> Dahan. Right. Anyway, yeah, that was a no, huge pull. 100% agree. That brought us into turn three. Seth, what did you end up doing? I destroyed presents because Tell I can get them back. Because <laughs> Bring them back. Yeah, well, I, I don't needed see the that power card. Here. I needed that power card, so. Which I was able to draw. Voracious Growth, which was Ooh. a huge help throughout the rest of the yeah. game. Ooh. Jungle Wetland? Oh, yeah, yeah, read what that card does. Voracious Growth. It is a range one from Sacred Sight that gives you water and plant. Hmm. It is a slow power that can only target jungles and wetlands, which we got a lot of this game. Mm -hmm. And it does two damage or it removes a blight. So I had the opportunity to use it for blight removal, but I could just totally merc incoming. Thanks uh, for cleaning up all that blight for me. <laughs> Sorry. <What>? Well, the <laughs> thing that's really important to remember here is green loves this card. Why? Because Stem the Flow of Fresh Water is an anti-building card that, yes, can technically go in any land, but it's really for the best if it goes to Mountain Sands. Mm. So here we have a damage card that goes to Jungle's Wetland. So it really pads out the That's all the lands. That's, that's all great. Land. That's all, all right. <laughs> it's not like perfect coverage because Stun the Flow of Fresh Water is only good against buildings, but you get the idea of like really helping your weaknesses. Yeah. Damage to all of the lands now. Now, that was a good pull. And like you said, you can bring presence back. Right. Makes sense. I didn't have a ton of presence out there because Starlight can only place one presence per turn. <laughs> so I forgot Shape the Self Anew, which I used. I got to use it and I got a power card from it. So no I just worries. forgot it. I got my energy because I'm like. Huh, I'm getting too energy. Maybe I'll go for a Major's build. Bro, no worries. <laughs> Starlight literally forgets every card in their hand, except for one, every game, always. I was going to forget so. it, right? <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, might as well get energy for it to move Keep my presence around. Keep reimagining, chuck the rest. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Laura, what'd you do? Well, I didn't want to lose my presence either. And then I also didn't want to lose any of my initial cards because you can combine them so nicely to get your max on your innate. So I played Nature's Resilience once and then chucked it. I mean, it's a very good card, and it stopped a blight. It did its job, what right? What you gonna do? Mm. What you gonna do? Mm. No, you had to keep that. Yeah, you need to keep your starting hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were like, Laura, keep it. Yeah. Mm. Massive flooding. We need it. We need it. <laughs> we need it. Our fear card was nothing. We didn't earn that yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into Low that later. <laughs> we'll get into that later. So I think that's all that happens. Mm. Pretty uneventful turn two ravage, because like we said in Laura's game, Turn two on Brandon Pressure can kind of make or break the game. Yeah, so, I was very encouraged to see, you know what? This turn two was actually handled quite nicely. I mean, yeah. you had yours almost buttoned up at the end of turn sure. one. Yeah, I was about to say, my yeah. turn one fast. Mine was like 70% buttoned up at the end of turn one. I'm like, oh yeah, we got this. Seth stopped a lot of blight, destroyed a lot of sacred mm -hmm. sites. Laura defended with nature's resilience. I used peace in the nighttime sky. Like, the turn two was very, like, nothing much happened. You know, it was just like, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. It was easy. So, and then we got the Mountain Explorer was our next one that we had to prepare for. So that brought us into turn three. Dun, dun, dun. Real quick, play Lightning as you want. 
I'm just joking when I say grab cards no matter the cost. If the situation really demands that you do something else, go for it. I'm just talking about the general mindset. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Do it or you die. Do to die. As Eric likes to say, there are always extenuating circumstances. <laughs> I like that. Turn three was pretty big for Starlight. This gave me a sense of direction. I gained vigor of the breaking dawn. Because the event gave me energy and I started like, okay, I'll start going for energy this game. Vigor of the Breaking Dawn is one of the best majors yeah. for me. No, this, yeah, I was going like to say a personal the same thing. Tier list or in something. my notes here, turn three was a very big turn. Oh, was, you're right. <laughs> Not just for me, everyone. Like, for everyone. We had a really big turn. So that yep. was like, okay, I'm forgetting Peace of the Nighttime Sky. It stopped a blight, stopped a ravage. It's one of those things like Ryan saying, Starlight's going to forget their powers, and I'm already transitioning. I'm already becoming a new spirit. I'm already forming into something else. And it turned out being like this beast, Dahan type spirit. That's when I started getting more sun on my tracks. So, mm. yeah, Vigor was a fun pull for me. I was super excited. So, Ryan, on turn three, did you play Spur on? <laughs> <laughs> so, Laura and I, when talking about this awesome friendship that Laura and I had founded, we had learned that if I give her Lightning's Boon and Spur on with Words of Fire, she can massive flooding turn to turn. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This time, I got to do massive flooding. Mm-hmm. Fully leveled up. Yep. Which and is impossible to do without help. Like, she did absolutely. it on turn three. Yeah. That is crazy. Because I had double growth, double growth. Yeah, you could only do and this still wasn't out there. on turn four. Right. If it was River by themselves, they could only do it quickest on turn four. You and did would you even have three. the cards at that point? Yeah, What's so your starting hand? Yeah, you would just use a starting hand. I'm just trying to think through, like, reclaim and stuff. Anyways, all that to say, Ryan not only gave me an extra card play, but then also made me fast. So I was able to gather up my Dahan and make another one to create a sacred site, because Taxi River, and then was able to push some people around and then trigger the innate at the highest level and destroy everything in a little area. I felt like Thunderspeaker. <laughs> it was very Thunderspeaker-esque and with a very clutch play of Flash Floods, the land was clear. Because two damage to each invader, that gets everyone but the one city that was there, and the first city kill went to Travel River. How about dun, that? Dun, dun. Apples. <laughs> it was hilarious. In the first use of massive flooding, it nixed two explorers, one city, one town, but it was not the last. No, that kept going <laughs> for sure. We'll get oh, on to yee. that later. <laughs> And in doing so, we unlocked our very first fear card. Hey! Hey! We're like, oh no. Uh, it was my whole fear team where it's like, turn two ravage, I get a fear yeah. card first. Like, Did we uh, mention we were not a fear team at all? No, we're totally going to talk about that later. Yeah, we were Ryan's team. <laughs> yeah, we were actually talking about this too. We were curious as to various statistics that we were going to get. In Laura's game, the first fear card was earned on turn three. And here in John's game, the first fear card was also earned on turn three. It takes time, especially we love what River was doing, but not a lot of fear was coming from Mm -mm. River. Nope. And especially with Starlight early, I wasn't earning a ton of fear. It was basically just Green and Lightning earning the fear early on, at least the first three turns. Right. I'd say so. When Green is the only person earning fear, at least initially, that's a slow fear game. (laughs) It's a trickle. It's a trickle. It's a little bit of a trickle. Limping to the finish line. I had Shatter Homesteads going off all the time. Fear for the card. Fear for the town. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got to use Vigor of the Breaking Dawn. I had some Dahan grouped up and got six damage worth with my three Dahan that were in a land. And I believe I took out... Was it City Town Explorer? You got... 
with this, you killed a city and an explorer. Oh, yes. And it was my starting city. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So you actually got the Dahan in the land with Harbingers. Yep. So you Quick, make it fast. You pushed into Dahan, yeah, and then I was able to do four damage there, and we got rid of the city and explorer. So we're just trying to get rid of buildings at this point, especially cities. There is a personal achievement that I always have mentally for myself. If I can kill, or not necessarily I do it, but just if my starting city dies before its associated disease gets mm, used. Mm-hmm. That's like a personal, oh yeah. It like was. a first achievement kind of win yeah. thing. It's like a little like, ooh, it's like a little challenge. Can I kill my city before the disease goes? Because your land too, coastal land, was a mountain that was yep. about to build. And, and it thanks is- to John... Yes. Thanks to Vigor Breaking Dawn. Love Nothing that power happened. card. How is Green doing on turn three? While y'all were being all speedy and doing <laughs> stuff in the fast phase, I didn't get the luck of drawing too many fast power cards, so mm-hmm. I had to kind of do more reactive playing with slow powers. This was the first time I did my reclaim, so I was able to get a new power card, but I wanted to grow just a little bit more, so I played Overgrow again to get mm-hmm. another presence out there so that I could deal with one of the mountains that was going to grow and create a city. Mm. I also played Stem the Flow of Freshing Water, which deals damage to either one town or one city, and if it's in the mountains, it deals one damage to both. And the place that I was targeting was a mountain. So when the slow phase came around, I was able to kill one town because I comboed that with creepers tear into mortar mm-hmm. but we okay so we got super super lucky with our fear card draw we draw wait 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 before we get to the fear card but it helped me so much okay <laughs> can i can i say it <laughs> okay fine okay we drew seek safety mm-hmm. which is each player can push one explorer into a adjacent land with more towns or cities than it came from mm-hmm. one of my mountains that i couldn't reach at this point had one explorer in it and then my wetlands that had a sacred site in it had one town, and that was the easiest decision I've ever made. It went right there. I feel like that prevented a lot of builds for us. Yes. That was a a huge fear card where it's like, okay, I get to move this one explorer, and so many of us had one explorer into a land that just explored to a mountain that was about to build. So it was nice. For us to finally get a fear card, that was the perfect fear card to get. Right. It worked out really well. For our first one. Especially after your turn one, like, clear out most of your board. You only had, like, two lands to deal with. So Mm -hmm. at that point, you just had one land. One land. So that that way you could help other people. Exactly. That's let me help Ryan with Vigor, and then Ryan was helping Laura, Laura's helping South, South's helping Ryan. It literally is just a circle of Mm light. We're just all helping each other out. Circle of light. It felt like a very collaborative game. Our next event was Dahan Trade with the Invaders. We don't actually get this one hardly ever. Yeah, I didn't even remember this one. Well, that's the thing with these events, because there's 57 or whatever, almost 60 th- of them. Yeah, and I if you only say 56. If you only get, like, if you only play eight turns, you barely right. get, and if you, like, shuffle it, you, you may never get an event. a solid tenth at best of the deck, you know, depending on how long your game is. And the vast majority of them, if they are a choice event that's aided by an element, almost every one of them has a single element on there. Mm -hmm. There are oh so few. Hey, Editing Ryan, how many events are there that have multiple choices where multiple elements are on the thing? Dahan Trade with the Invaders is currently the only event that has multiple choices that are aided by a different element. Oh, 
All right, cool. Yeah, Fascinating. Interesting. And thankfully, the ones that it needed to aid were fire air. And here I am with lightning with nothing but fire air cards like, oh, oh. nice. Cool. Yet, all the same, the price is kind of really pricey. Six per player. And one of them, each spirit with Dahan in their lands destroys one. I'm like, oh. Uh, we river. actually had a Dahan build going here. I, river, obviously. River, Vigor the Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. Dahan or my ammo. I had a few defense going yeah, on. Yeah, defense. Carapace and land. Harbingers. And Harbingers. And then Dahan were my counterattackers. So we all needed Dahan. And you're Vigor of the Breaking Dawning over here, so yeah, like, you I sure as heck really are needing need, them. We're not destroying any Dahan. And the other one was just too expensive. The last option, change and help them learn from the enemy. It costs six energy per player. And aided by air, which a lot of us didn't really have. Basically the lightning. Lightning could have paid for the whole thing. If I forgot my whole hand. <laughs> which we didn't want to have to do. Nope. No, that's not worth nope. it. The rest I am of us not were getting rid of poor it. as all get out and still needed our Dahan. Yeah. But yes. couldn't afford to upgrade them because if you do this, you forget a power card. But the Dahan, from next turn on, each Dahan provides defend one Which is in cool. This lane. Which is incredible. Rest of the game, now Dahan yeah. equals defense. I mean, that's what people learning the game always Wish assume. Wish it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were like, this means defense, How much defense, do they right? defend? None. How much do they attack? They don't defend. None. No, 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 no. You have to defend and then they counterattack. So that would have been really cool. But <laughs> really cool, but it would have crippled our lightning. And lightning was our, you know, Howard's are gun. We need lightning strong. So we didn't want to do that. So the top option, Dahan do not participate in Ravage, which it wasn't. Honestly, hard that actually wasn't hardly we bad at all. Because lands anyway. It was like, what, two lands? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, one of two. them would have been a town, one of them would have been I think mine, I'm like, oh, I could have defended and got a right. town right. kill, but that's okay. Yeah, had right. something strifed. Yeah. yeah. You had the town strifed and the other one was an explorer, so yeah. we just yeah. didn't get the kills. Oh, well. We got those later. Later. <laughs> And then we talked about our fear cards, and then Seth already kind of talked about his slow phase, because I feel like I was fast with Vigor. Ryan is always fast, but you set up some stuff in the slow phase, though. I had a lot in the slow. You had a lot Mm -hmm. in the slow. Mm -hmm. What did you do in the slow? Things. Nice. Oh, turn three? I didn't have anything done. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just blew up stuff. Yeah. I think I was- I helped people, and I blew up stuff. Well done. I think I was the only slow in turn three. Yeah. You had some good slows. At least memorable ones. Those came later. The big ones came like turns four through six. Nice. But three was like a just clearing stuff out. I had multiple turns where I played Spur On and Lightning's Boon, as well as Harbingers and Shatter Homesteads, just so that I can get Laura the upgrades that she needs, give Seth the range and speed that he needed, and then I can just get Thundering Destruction and Harbingers, let's just get some Steady Eddie Fear, and Mm -hmm. let's just pop two towns. Yeah. I did that several times, and this was one of the turns where I did precisely just that. It was exactly what we needed. Again, like the team was really starting to gel. I'm like, this is what I envisioned when I drafted them. We got mm-hmm. River and Lightning help each other. We got Green self-supporting and making other people grow. Starlight mm-hmm. is finding whatever cards are becoming that version of Spirit. So I'm like, okay, this is coming together. And then turn four, as Ryan said, he's like, guys, halfway there. Halfway there. Ryan flipped <laughs> over the card and we went into turn four. We got for our Explorer at the end of turn three was the wetlands. So they're going back to the wetlands. So our sands were safe. <laughs> no sands yet this entire game. Seth, double wetland coastal, you got this? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, you gained a big power for turn four. Yeah, I think very much like Laura's game, there definitely was in this game a, I'm going to say somewhat quiet early game into a very active late <laughs> game. In Laura's game, it was turns one to three, we're like, cricket, cricket, and then turn four through six. Ah! 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, crazy. Here, I would say it wasn't as dramatic of a switch from peaceful to crazy. I would say here, turn three was like, okay, we're warming up. And then turn four onwards. We are go, 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 go. It's go time. So we were warming up turn three and turn four. It's like, okay, we were walking and then we were kind of starting to jog and now we run it. <laughs> it was a sprint from then on for lightning. So given the fact that it's turn four, I was like, well... We only have four turns left after this one, so it is time for a major. And I was eyeballing Disorienting Landscape and the fact that I'd used it a single time. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go for a major. See what I can find. And I found one of my favorite cards of all time. My selection of four majors were Instruments of Their Own Ruin, Irresistible Call, which I was like, ah, maybe. I was tempted by Irresistible Call. Angry Bears, which I was like, mm, not really using beasts. And then there was Mist of Oblivion. Oh. One of my favorites Blobby. of all time. Yes, it has Blobby. <laughs> and no, I don't love it exclusively because it's awesome for Mist. It's just honestly a very good card. But in Lightning's case, I don't need the moon. But it has water air. And that is a combination of two elements that you really want as Lightning. And the fact that I only needed one extra moon to get the kicker was great. Because that card is one of my favorites where it just simply says, hey, do damage to each invader. Plus... Every time you kill a building with this power, you get one bonus fear mm -hmm. to a maximum of four. Then, if you get the threshold of two moon, three air, two water, you just get three damage as an extra that you can just add somewhere. So what this means is, if you do get that threshold, yes, you do one damage to each invader, bye-bye, explorers. Every building gets hit, and then you get to use three damage at your leisure to go ahead and, what I like to do pick off those buildings that yet remain and get a bunch of bonus fear. This is a great card. It reminds me of a massive flooding where yep. it just kind of wipes out a land. And yep. now you get bonus fear for it. Mm -hmm. Not just fear from the buildings destroyed. You get per building you get fear yep. from. So I grabbed Mist of Oblivion and I chunked Disorienting Landscape. Bye. You used it once, right? I got it once. Yeah, you got yeah. a good use out of it. Yeah, I had the, we all I got my wild like, token from it. Yeah, we got a wild token. <laughs> we got an explorer move. Floor got a defense. We all yeah, did. We used it one time. Yeah. But John, I wasn't the only one to get a pretty good card. I, like I said, I was going for majors. I was doing a majors build Starlight, going after you know that two energy. I was getting some energy. We had Boon of Vigor being thrown around and stuff. So I went and also gained a major. I was going to forget Entrancing Apparitions. It did its job for me. I gathered up Dahan and defended with it. And I gained Tiger's Hunting. No, not a beast spirit, but I'm like, but it can be. <laughs> but I can LOL, and Starlight can be anything. Yet another no, facet of Starlight began to emerge. I'm like, okay, it looks like I'm going to move to a jungle because Starlight can move presence. And now I can play Tiger's Hunting. This was cool because just with how beasts were set up, I was able to just start taking off buildings. No, not mm -hmm. wipe out lands like massive flooding or massive sure, oblivion, sure, sure. but I could take out maybe a town and then set yeah. up for later to take out a city if I had three yeah. beasts situated. This, this card basically gives ranging hunt to those who don't have it. To those who don't have it, right. <laughs> and when damage per beast, that adds up if you keep using this card. Sure. And if more beasts come out from, you know, event cards or who knows, fear cards, whatever, other players. So I'm like, I'm going to take this. And I was able to, you know, take out stuff with it. So it was pretty awesome. I also found a pretty good card. It wasn't a major power, but it was a pretty useful minor power. It's called Bat Scout for Wraiths by Darkness. Mm. Basically, oh, like what one. it does is it's a slow power, but for each Dahan in the land that you target, one damage to towns or cities. Or one fear gather up to two Dahan. I didn't use that part of the card. I used it mainly for the damage dealing. Okay. But I believe this was... The one time me and Ryan traded Gift of Proliferation and uh, a little bit of a speed boost. 
I was giving you so many speed boosts throughout the game. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you want to pinpoint when I gave it to you, uh, LOL, it, it was, was like almost every turn. I was about to say, every turn. I was making two people fast every single turn. Right. It's usually me and Seth going, wait, no, give me. No, no, I want, but I want the double fast. Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? One thing that was incredibly nice that I am just like eternally grateful for was although I was giving Seth small amounts of speed boosts throughout the game, he gave me, yet again, another gift of proliferation <laughs> yeah. to repay the favor. And this time I pulled from Top Track because I was really sick of one energy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to two. You're welcome, Ryan. But Bat Scout for Raids by Darkness, I was able to combo that with Fields Choked with Growth by being able to pull some Dahan into a wetland, the really long wetland that answers yes. all the things. And I was able to kill both a town and a city on that turn. In the fast phase, right? In the slow phase. But before I did that, John was sad with me because I blighted and cascaded. <laughs> oh. Sorry, John. Well, you're like, I'm just going to destroy presents. And Ryan's like, you don't have a sacred site there. Sorry. So I'm like, I well. love green, but green has to be legal. <laughs> okay, we can't cheat for John. Well, I was like, well, Seth, your present still gets destroyed, but <laughs> you do it. <laughs> but you can get it back. Real quick, and how did you blow it up in the slow phase, those wounded buildings? So, the wounded towns and buildings, I was able to pull a total of four to Han into that space. Mm. So, using bats, one damage for each, that's four. Mm. So, the town is gone, and then the city has only one health left. But, remember, I have Creeper's Tear and Mortar. There it is. Got it. <laughs> and I was able to do the one damage to finish off the city. So, even though it built there, I didn't have to worry about the Ravager next time around. I love when one damage takes out a city from Creepers. <laughs> and so when nice. green can take out a city, especially with Creepers, it's a nice day. Yeah, like the yeah. game's starting to go oh, well. Yeah. For, yes. You guys were all being really destructive. Mm -hmm. We like to destroy. River went off again this turn. I yep. my whole hand just to do it again. <laughs> oh, look, we did it again. <laughs> Lightning and River. Laura's like, hey, can you do that thing again? I'm like, yep. So, so lightning's spur on. Lightning's, lightning's boon and spur on. <laughs> Coming your way, bucko. So it was the same thing, only this time it was even just a little bit more destructive. I believe, Ryan, you may have the stats on that one. I do. Your second use of this was on turn four. You got six explorers, three towns, and one city. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yes, we may have been gathering people in there to make that a little bit more convenient, but that's what you're supposed to do. Gotta make it juicy. Gotta make it worth it. I feel like I finally understand River now. The whole idea of, like, push hey. everything into a problem spot and then finally level yourself up to the point where you can use your innate... Mm. And, yeah. and mm. you were pairing it with Flash Floods, so you get that one extra damage to take out a city. Yeah, yep. you were, again, I was hands-off by this point. Like, I was alpha-gaming Laura as River. Oh, yeah. And, oh, like, yeah, you I, finished up like I a I was in ago. the weeds with Starlight, sure. yeah, completely. He, just, he gave yep. me that boost to really understand how to play the character, it clicked and then for you. it made sense. It totally clicked. If I may, to put River in Laura's terms, they are the missing link between Finder and Thunderspeaker. Mm -hmm. Dahan manipulation, some moving around, and a little bit of boom-booms. Well, that's true. true. Yeah. That's a really good point, Laura, that Ryan made. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for putting the words in my mouth, Ryan. <laughs> it was really cool to see you have fun with... A spear like that said, she said that she never liked. Thunderspeaker-esque kinds of damage, but also getting to do this control game. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I see you so often being able to do offense, and I know how much you love control. It's kind of fun to see you actually like work through it yourself as well, not have like Finder always doing it for you or something like that. Like I don't know, I enjoyed it. That's a good point, right? Laura, I barely see you 
play a control spirit. Not many finder games. I don't think forward enough. Or lure games, or river games, or shadows, or foreboding. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't play these spirits often. Mm-hmm. You more like damage, like Ryan's saying. So that was a unique yeah. experience to see Laura play something and different. And we were able to make use of level three of Stormwind, where it's like, hey, target spirit may push two explorers from one of their lands. I'm like, hey, get in that land. Group yeah. it up. <laughs> oh, I think with this done, all this grouping up, I mean, Ryan, was your board... this is so great when Laura did this because John had helped me with my city and as well as doing some other making sure that we push explorers here and shatter homesteads towns there disorienting landscape right yep while I had it because of the power of friendship (laughs) lightning's board was clear on turn four completely clear nothing yep you never blighted and to pull a joke that you said later on in the game john you said i love it when my board's clear but like i'm not to credit for it so you're like yay not me (laughs) (laughs) i didn't do it (laughs) or to put it in the words i said with the power of friends we all did this this is awesome yes you made laura fast and so she was River able could get massive to, flooding. because yes. of that, yeah. yeah, it was just, like we said before in our six-player game, it is shocking how big of a deal the smallest help to a friend yeah. can domino effect around the table to come back to you in a way that's positive and beneficial. And in a lot of cases, stop those ravages! Which, by the way, it was about to ravage. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. about to ravage. We needed to do that fast. I think that's why it's hard to measure some, like, how do you measure damage or fear or, like, a strength of the spirit? Because, yes, Laura got to clear out a built-up land, but she only could do it because of That's why lightning. I think you can't, yeah. yeah. So like how do you it's measure a team effort baby okay it's it really is it's all coming together it's mm-hmm. unless it's a true solo game of like lightning by themselves but mm-hmm. like it's hard to be like well you know yes river blew everything up but she only could do that because of lightning mm-hmm. and that's why i don't like true solo i know some people like it but i don't like it because to me a spirit island is so much about how spirits interact with each other what about a completely different game if it was river and the little goblin thing lizard yep, yep. that one vengeance been a completely different thing <laughs> So it's cool to see the the different spirits interacting with each other and helping each other kind of become the better versions of themselves. Well, 90% of the gamers play True Solo, so please keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) In a vein of a helpful challenge, as it was so much fun to watch Laura play a control spirit, Laura, I think one of your favorite spirits in Solo, Ocean, could be a really fun time for you. Mm. Someday, I think you could have a really good time seeing how that happens, because you could be done by, like, turn three or four. <laughs> Wait, Ocean Solo? Yes. Yeah. Because huh. you, you get so much energy. Pound ships into splinters <laughs> is kind of broken. <laughs> you get so much fear. I'm sorry, is that a fear card? <laughs> Just from the innate. Challenge accepted. On my next hair appointment, Whoa. I will do that. Whoa. Whoa. Nice. Hear that, listeners? Yeah. Yeah, turn four was big. Mm-hmm. Seth had some cool things. Yeah. Laura and Ryan comboing. I had tigers hunting. Like, we were starting to, like, really push them back, the invaders. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, as you can already tell, in Laura's game, we recorded the stats on a manifestation of power and glory because we figured she'd be using it a lot and to great effect. In similar fashion, we were like, yeah, let's go ahead and write down what happened with Massive Flooding because that's going to be happening. So we had a little laugh. We're like, oh my word, Laura keeps playing like all these massive boom boom cards and killing so many people. How much you want to bet that in every one of these games, she's just going to have like her own personal boom boom (laughs) pile. So we're like, well, in Laura's 
game, it was Manifestation Power and Glory. In this game, it's totally massive flooding, and it's probably going to be Volcano <laughs> So when we're going through all the stats, it's going to be hilarious, because we're going to talk about, ooh, the first turn that this happened, how many fear tokens you gained, and then we're going to talk about Laura's Boom Boom. Laura's <laughs> Boom Boom stats. My personal body count. Love it. Our next event card that came up was kind of rough, but also good. So I pulled Fire in the Sky on turn two, and I was starting to use it and get Strife out there. Mm. And then we pulled Civic Engagement. I hate, because as a Trickster player, I feel like I always get this when I'm playing Trickster. This is, yeah, this is the one that stings Trickster mains the most. So much, and I feel like yep. I always pull it. Yep. So for those who don't know, you remove one Strife. If you can't, invaders do plus one damage per land when ravaging with buildings. Remove Yikes. my Strife! Remove Strife! I intentionally put it there! I, because when you strive, what do you have to put the strife on, John? You put on an invader! Specific invaders! And who, nine times out of ten, are you putting that on? A building. Usually a city! Usually a and city it's not or a town! A town. Yeah. So when you lose <laughs> a strife, it's being stripped off of a really big bad guy. I've heard a fight of like, it only says remove one. Would you ever double strife something? I never do it. I, I don't know if people are double strifing They're invaders. just worried about this card. Yeah, yeah. John, do you know how like, flavor Discord works? <laughs> I understand it can happen, but I barely double strike yeah. So whenever this comes up, I'm like, yeah, it's the one strife I place on this city, yeah. like Ryan said. But there was a beast event with it, and this helped me because I had tigers hunting, so I was getting more beasts out there. Hey. One explorer slash town and land with beasts. So my tigers hunting were now doing more damage, which was cool. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. This event isn't the worst. <laughs> vaguely annoying. Just vaguely annoying. After the event, we had a fear card locked and loaded. It was Scapegoat! Oh, I'm like, yeah, Scapegoat's so good. Wait, which tier level are we in? Tier 1! Oh, crap! Oh. <laughs> when this card is at tier level 2 or 3, it is one of the best in the game. And we didn't get it at tier 2 or 3. <laughs> we basically removed some explorers with it. But we knew that we weren't getting a tier 3 this game. <laughs> in fact, Seth thought we had a tier level 2. He's like, oh, no. Well, that, that is not his fault. Play. That is my fault because I was so excited. I forgot that we weren't at tier level 2 yet. I thought we were. I was like, oh, wait, we're at tier level 1? Oh, crap. So I actually told them, hey, we do this. Yeah, that was awesome. Wait, we're only at tier level 1? Crap! Take it back! <laughs> if, Sorry. If it were to have been Terra Level 2, the blight in the Cascade would not have happened. But unfortunately, it did. Sometimes you always gotta trust the cards and they fail you, so. Yes. <laughs> but they help! They help. I think, speaking of Terra Level, I think it was really early on when John was like, you know what, guys? My plan is we're not gonna get to Terra Level 3. Yeah, no, At what point did you realize, John, that you had heralded a fearless ship? <laughs> <laughs> He knew from turn one. Yeah. He said, if we're winning, we're winning in tier two. <laughs> when green and or lightning was our fear spirit, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. This <laughs> sucks. So, uh, yeah, we had to win in tier two and get rid of every single building that we could. Brings us to turn five. Ooh. Turn five. This was kind of us just like gathering up. It just, really was. It was like a big reclaim turn. Not for Seth, apparently. He's, giving me, so. he's giving me faces. <laughs> I reclaimed. I grew and didn't do a whole ton of a lot this turn. I don't know. No, John's correct. This was a turn where we were all trying to take like a little breath, a little like... Maybe an extra grow uh, or regain yeah, okay. or something. Yeah. Kind of like to recoup yourself and whatnot. I certainly did. This was one of the turns that I didn't play. Lightning's Boon plus Spur On That's plus true. Shatter Homesteads yeah. or Harbingers of Lightning. 
I wasn't playing those cards. I only had three cards left in my hand. Thankfully, I had a decent hand size by yeah. this time between my own reclaim loops grabbing cards as well as John giving me boon rematching in the start. I'm going to talk about this a little bit at the end as well, but I can mention it here. Turn five was the only turn that I didn't trigger Thundering Destruction. Hmm. It's the only time. Only time. The only time I didn't trigger Thundering Destruction. It's because I only played three cards, those cards being Carapace Land, Harbingers, and Mist of Oblivion. Now, the thing was, is thankfully, Seth had found... Yeah, I found a Gift of Nature's Connection. Gift of Nature's Connection! Nice. Which allows a friend of yours to gain two of the same element of their choice. So naturally, I'm like, Moon! Give me Moon! moon. <laughs> I had one, but I needed two, and there's no way for me to get one, so I was like, I need that extra Moon. So I was still able to get level one of Exaltation of Stormwind, but this was, just to like your statement, John, this was a turn for me. It was my, I'm not going to say weakest, it was my least involved because I only had one and eight going at level one. Yeah. And I was on all cylinders pretty much the entire game except for this one. I think that's what I'm thinking about because we didn't have a big mass of flooding. You didn't do the crazy spur on combos. Right. Thing. It was in my discard. Yeah. So maybe that's why I didn't think it was as big. I did Correct. like repull vigor because I used vigor again. So that was like, I did another boom there and yep. I picked up that turn enticing splendor, which was huge. I'm like, oh, I can gather to hunt and mm. then you bigger nice nice but i did play my first use of mists of oblivion john had a blighted wetland all the way inland on his board and it didn't have any dahan in it which nope. was huge for me and but it had a blight but it had a blight <laughs> that's not the token we want in there <laughs> no not good i don't want to cascade either so we were thinking where I could use Mist of Oblivion because I was like, hey, Seth, if you play Gift of Nature's Connection, I can literally range four because the card is range three, but I have plus one of my powers, reach across the entire middle of this board across the center, go to his land two all the way in the coast, and I could literally clear his land two. Mm. It had a bunch of explorers. It had a town and a city. With Mist of Oblivion, I could literally clear it. Originally, that's actually what we were thinking in turn four we could play it on. But here we realize, you know what? That land is a jungle. They're not doing anything in jungles. Mm. Here, right next to me, in John's land, one away from where I am, there's a town, a city, and an explorer. So it was a dangerous land. And so we were like, you know what? Seth has a big land over there, but it was in a land that we were going to address later. Wetlands need to be dealt with at the immediate moment. So I had my first play with Mist of Oblivion, and we killed all three. Why? Because, hey, one damage each invader, buildings are both damaged, Explorer goes away the dodo, and with the three damage, I put two on the two health city, and my remaining one on the one health town, bam! All cleared. Five fear. Mm -hmm. Well done, Three sir. invaders, Finally, two buildings. Finally, we some fear in there. Five Ooh. fear. Finally. What a wonderful nugget of fear right there. I was very happy. I was like, yee. I was starting to get fear because I unlocked a sun on one of Starlight's, you know, we, we can get an element. So I was starting to do stars blaze in the daytime sky. So I was like, yeah. okay, finally you did I get my sun. Times. Yeah, I did a couple times. So I was able to get fear, gain one energy. What's huge, though, is I can reclaim with this because Starlight mm. doesn't always have the most options to 
reclaim if you don't unlock that option or if you don't want to choose that growth option. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is how I can reclaim a card. So mm. it was good getting those suns in there. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, River, you kind of really. just... Not much not, on turn five. Nothing terribly interesting. You were starting to spread out, grow that river, move some to Han around with travel. Yeah, I was able to do another massive flooding in the next turn. So it was just kind of like mm. setting some stuff up, knocking off a little town here or there. Nothing terribly interesting. Turn five was the deep breath before the plunge. It really was. Ding! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the event didn't do much. It was invaders search inland. Basically just move a town inland. So that didn't right. like do much for woo, us. Woo. Yeah, our explore card was sands and wetlands. Wasn't the only town we moved inland the one Laura wanted to move back? Like the fear card ended up moving it. Like Laura just moved it back to the wet, right, wetlands. Yeah. And that's where she wanted it. Or so, the jungle. Yeah, the event kind of just became null and void. Right. Yeah. Like I, me. Wait, what? As far as... As far as green goes for turn five, like I said, the entire game was no super massive things, but I did have a couple good plays, good combos. I was able to reclaim again. I only reclaimed twice, so this was my second reclaim, and I got to use bats again, and then I got to combo that with stem the flow of fresh water and my innate creeper's tear into mortar to, I think, get two kills in a sands, and I believe I got another town somewhere else, and Ryan gave me the one fast, so I was able to kill an explorer to prevent a build in a wetland. This is a strong minor power, as I continue to look at it. I mean, for each Dahan, you deal a damage to a building? That can add up. Like, Shadows would love this. Obviously, Thunderspeaker. So many spirits have I really like this card on Mm -hmm. Downpour. Downpour Mm -hmm. can Because reasons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Downpour can push Dahan around. Mm. And then green, you can move Dahan too. Right. What's interesting is I didn't need to pull from the major deck the entire game. Oh, you didn't do a major? No major. I didn't know that. So the entire deck was all minors, and I happened to pull ones that I could use to pretty decent effect and didn't need to go to the major powers because I had you guys blowing everything up. So and, I was I able mean, to stick to the more support and kind of just yeah. pick people off kind of roll. Creeper staring to mortar, you were picking off buildings. You had Bat Scout, which was dealing tons of damage and taking out cities and towns. Right. And then you had, what was it, Voracious Grove? Mm, yes. Yes, I'd use that to kill a town here. Yeah, so you are still being destructive, but I don't know, you're putting out little fires. Right. Yeah, little which, fires everywhere. Which was huge for, you know, Big Laura, who could only kind of focus on one land with massive flooding. Because I had right. to use most of my cards to kind of, like, get me there. Yeah, so what you did was awesome, yeah. basically, just keeping the fires down. This was probably one of the few games I've played where I haven't done the group, like, create a problem land strategy. Yeah. Just because the cards that I was playing with didn't really let me do that. My Dahan movement was pretty good, but my pushing and pulling of explorers yeah. didn't get a lot of that, but I was able to, like you said, just put out small fires here and there, which ended up working to our benefit. You kept a lid on the invaders mm-hmm. for the entire game, at least on your board. That's why we didn't, Except you know... Except one blight, but yeah. we'll forget about well, that. Uh, the fear card should have helped us. Anyway, that was yeah. turn five. <laughs> Ryan misread it. It's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I'll not be blamed for your inadequacies. <laughs> Scapegoats helped us. It didn't do anything bad. <laughs> I just wish we were in tier level two. Yes, yes, we always tear to wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you got my hopes up. <laughs> but by turn five, we did make it to tear level two. Hey, Yay! Hey! <laughs> Real quick, before we get into turn six, I remember I played Boon of Reimagining on you. Yes, listener at home, I never played it on myself. <laughs> I played Starlight wrong. Anyway, <laughs> I played major build. <laughs> I major build Starlight, and I was reclaiming everyone. I didn't do a meme build this time. I didn't do Thank a ca- casino Starlight no reclaim. No, John. Asked the table. He said, "Hey, I can give cards. Who needs it?" And I was like, "You know what? I think I'm good." Yeah, I lightning. asked everybody. Yeah, 
And then Seth's like, I could use some cards. Right. At this point, I had my bottom track fully done. So mm-hmm. I had four card play and I was having a pretty good energy income. So <laughs> At this point, green is like almost completely upgraded anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At this point, green was grown. <laughs> yes, green grew. And I just didn't have a ton of minor powers to like help with the damage dealing. And I kind of wanted to sure. do a couple big booms myself. But I didn't draw... <laughs> <laughs> Big boom cards. I'm sorry, short. I drew none. <laughs> I gave I, you six cards. What'd you get? Anything good? Um, I got a couple cards that were like deal one damage to buildings in different types of land. So similar to ones that I've been using previously. The two that I took, one was Promises of Protection, mm. which is a Gather to Han. Fast Gather to Han. A fast Gather to like. Han. Yeah. And they have plus two health while in this Ooh. target land. Ooh. Which really helped for a setup that I was going to do that I didn't actually need because... Spoilers. Spoilers. But the other card, which I almost didn't grab until we talked through what everybody was going to do that turn, was... Dun, 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 drum roll, please. Elemental Boon! Boom! Yeah. The best fighter in the game! Yeah. There is one of the other top five <laughs> minor support powers in the game. So, good, so strong. So not yeah, only... I kind of told us that I was like, oh, you best make that one. You so yeah. have that now. Not only did I have Gift of Nature's Connection and Gift of Proliferation, but I also had Elemental Boon, which I was able to play in the last turn. I was able to give Ryan Elemental Boon when and you John... had Lightning, River, and. Starlight in your game, and you find element cards. I'm like, take it, take please, it, take please, it, take please, it, take please. it, take it, take it. I'm like, I have 27 different innates I can trigger. Please. <laughs> so that was a cool draw that ended up working out very, very well. We'll get into Thanks, that John. later. <laughs> Just real quick, this might have been one of the most supportive games I've played in a long time. Okay, I know that. I know that done, but like, just all these support cards and us helping each yeah. other out. It's so cool. Mm. Turn six, let's bring it home, peeps. Now, fast phase of turn six is where we won my game. Did That's true. Did you get worried thinking, oh no. If oh we man, were, clock's we, ticking. If clock's we won ticking. the Ravager and the Slow, I beat you. I, it, the thought we, crossed my mind. <laughs> by turn five, we were like, I think the end's in sight, but I'm not sure we can do it in turn six or not. Yeah. We'll have to see how things shake out. We'll see what we pull, how this all works out, where they explore. Mm. They were going to Sands of Wetlands. I'm like, that's going to be a lot of buildings. They're going to, mm. you know, they were still getting through. My Sands were about to build. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. We'll see. Mm. That's what's kind of scary about turn six, Brandenburg Prussia, because you're back into level three already. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, you see oh. all the explorers that get out there, and you're like, every single one of them is going to turn into a little town. Yeah, they're going to sprout mm. some towns. Mm-hmm. So turn six, here we are. I need to win. <laughs> I can't let her beat me. <laughs> this was here when I reminded John. I said, John, it doesn't matter when you win. It does. It's just for funsies. <laughs> what matters truly for you is the score. True. Not the time. Yes, I know that the more Invader cards that are in... It helps my score. Right, helps the score. Sure. But there are other factors, too. It doesn't need Turn. to be the same. I mean, for you, I know who I'm talking to, <laughs> but uh, I know for you, you needed it to be. And then I followed up Ryan's pep talk with a... Nya, 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 nya. <laughs> and John's rage grew three times that day. <laughs> it sure did, and that's why I stood up. Rage. Turn six is where I stood up and surveyed. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, when I survey the board in front of me. I stood up and I'm like, can this work? I started walking around. I looked at different angles. 
So I was thinking, you know, as I was standing up looking at what buildings remained, I'm like, hey, Ryan, can you reclaim Mist of Oblivion and <laughs> do that one more time? Yeah, Laura was like, hey, can you next turn do that thing where I can do my massive flooding? I'm like, yep, I'm reclaiming already. So I was like, okay, I have four card play. And I was at the point where I had gotten to the sweet spot of 3-4 with lightning. If you can get to 3 energy, 4 card play, you are happy. Mm-hmm. And I was even talking to John. I was like, look at all the crap I've been able to do with just 1 energy and 4 card play. <laughs> because the power of friendship and Laura giving me boon of vigor so many times throughout the game with 4 card play. She's like, hey, do you want 4 energy? I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Oblivion calls 4 energy. So it was one of those things where we were like, okay, well, there's a lot of friends that need a lot of help, and we realized Wind Lightning can maybe make this possible. I got a lot of planning. Give me a minute. Let's see if we can make this like, work. Ryan, can you make me do this? But Ryan, can you make me do this? But Ryan, do this? can I have this? Can I have an extra play? Can I have an extra play? I need one extra range, Ryan. There's a lot of begging, Ryan. There's so many, like, turn six, we all came to Ryan, but can I do this? Ryan's just like, just give me a moment! Give me a moment! And basically what happened was, I was like, okay, I can do this, but not this. I can do this. I can do this. I'm not sure. Okay, I could do this. Oh, but that means I can't do that anymore. Uh, but if I do this? Mm. And then Sides was like, oh, but I have Elma Daboon. And that changed everything. <gasps> yeah. Oh! You would start with Well, <laughs> in that case, I'll take a moon and yeah. air <laughs> and water. And so turn six is where I probably went the most ham as yeah. far as helping everyone. So I like I had never supported so much in my entire life. But it was great. This was definitely one of those turns where once we figured out what we needed to do, it was all right. We have to make sure we do this in order, and this goes before that, and this goes before that. Okay, so we found out that as far as, like, the Boom Boom cards in our game, it was John every now and then doing Vigor the Breaking Dawn, sometimes it was me doing Mist of Oblivion, and mostly Laura doing Massive Flooding. And at the very end of the game, we realized with how things shook out with where your reclaim cycles were, it was going to have to come down to another massive flooding and another mist of oblivion going off in this game. So I had to make sure that I gave out all the stops to all the peeps. Yep. So I gave spur on to Laura. I gave lightning's boon to myself. I gave, this was awesome because of these cards. I had finally, for the first and only time, unlocked a fully leveled up level four Exaltation of Stormwind, which, as you know, level one, hey, make one of your powers fast. Cool. Level two, you and someone else get plus one range with all your stuff. Cool. Level three, you get to shove two explorers out of one of your lands, and level four, repeat this power. So I was like, Seth, I'll give you one of those, and and John, (laughs) I'll give you the other. So everyone, literally all of us. We're fast. I was able to give something to everybody. And so on one land, I had done Shatter Homesteads to pop a town that was just off to the side of one of Laura's lands. And there's a land that was pretty built up and I smacked it with Mist of Oblivion. Four, five explorers, one town and a city. Yes. Well done. So with Mist of Oblivion, I had knocked out in that one play, seven invaders, five explorers, one town and a city. Felt great and when you have a big chunk of people and you're like just get off and we're so close and then just using Shatter Homestead to just like 
get that one, one last one. It felt so great. I was giving everyone stuff. It was like one last all out thing. And we were wondering if we would have to do this again if we couldn't, you know, do this all in the fast phase. And we were like, well, I have nine energy and what I just did cost eight. So uh, it has to work this now. To work this now. is it. Right. But the most important thing is we got Laura another massive flooding. We did. Ryan, you have the stats on that one again, I believe. Yep. And for your third and final use of this one, you got four towns and four explorers. And with, with that, won us the game. And that closed out the game with a... Terror 2 victory on turn 6. Woo! I tried to borrow. I wanted the fast phase as well. At the same <laughs> time. Solid. That land that was built up was on Green's board, if I remember correctly. Yep. Because I had killed everyone in that land except for one wounded town. And mm. John came in with a Vigor of the Breaking Dawn to just cap that town. Just cap it up. Nice. Well, I think I could have killed him. Yeah, yeah boy, any one of us could have. It's just... Let me do it. It's my game. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> He was the one who happened just, to do it. I just made it. a realization that it did make me fast and that I could have done it. You but could have done it. I didn't. It's my it's, game. It's, it's your game. You're good. <laughs> so, Terror Level 2 victory on turn 6. We Sound familiar? This, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, we calculated the score. I believe I had 26 Dahan on the island. You did? I had two invader cards left. We blighted three times. We blighted three times from two ravages. With all that being said, I had a total score of drumroll oh, 67. Oh, beat Laura by three. And it would have been a bigger drumroll if we remember what Laura's was, which was 64. 64. <laughs> Sorry, babe. That stupid blight rule. That stupid blight rule. <laughs> You're the one who picked stone. Hey, stone kept that card from flipping. And what That's was true. it going to be? I don't remember. <laughs> well done, babe. Thanks. You picked yeah. a very good team. I want to see the invader stats, like how many invaders we removed. Ryan, you kept yeah. the tally all though. Yeah, let's see invader stats for um uh, both of those games, shall we? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, let's compare and contrast. <laughs> so, in this game, John's team was able to kill 48 explorers. We were going after explorers hard with River. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Massive flooding massive really flooding. took out a lot. That was massive lot. flooding, basically. And Mr. Oblivion Miss took Oblivion. out a few yep, as well. there it is. There's the one-two punch. In Laura's game, her team took out 35 a little bit less. explorers. Okay. 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 So John's team killed more explorers. Well done, sir. When we get to towns, John's team killed 33 towns. Reasonable. Laura's team killed 30. Seven. <laughs> well, this makes sense because with killing more explorers, less is building. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We right. just prevented a lot of stuff on your game. Yeah. Also, Thunderspeaker and Stone Clapbacking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Keeper as well, Towering Wrath. Yeah, so we were doing a lot of damage to buildings in your game, Laura. True. In John's game, his team killed nine cities. Okay. All right, all right. And Laura's team killed. Ten what? cities. Oh, that's what we're talking about. What? So, with a grand total, John's team killed 90 invaders, and Laura's killed 82. Mm. Yet, her team killed more buildings, John killed more explorers. We were grouping up those explorers and right. doing massive flooding or missile mm. oblivion. A lot of prevention. Yeah, a lot of prevention in this game. When it comes to the fear that was gained, both teams weren't really fear-developed, John's team got 81 fear. Okay. Nice. Laura's got 
76. Oh, I was a little bit more fear heavy. Yeah, just a tiny bit. Thanks, Green and Lightning. There you go. Got you. I mean, you do realize that when you're that close, a single lucky fear card or something like that or an event card could actually, like, sway that difference. For funsies, I also tallied up how many invaders were removed or dealt with or killed in some way, shape, or form from fear and event cards. Okay. In Laura's game, not too many. Just eight explorers were killed. You had some bad luck with fear and events. The events really kind of screwed me over in a way that they didn't (laughs) quite screw you up. They weren't as bad for me. I agree. It was weird. I remember they were really good for John. Eh. Neutral for me, and they sucked for Laura. <laughs> Here, honestly, and I'm asking this at the table, I didn't really think they were so bad this time. No, they weren't too bad. The events. Like they, just, they didn't really do much. Yeah, we kind of had some swings and misses. Yep. Especially with our prevention tactics, like the jungle, for example. When it was the Dahan not participate in ravages, we only had two ravages yeah. happening. So really, we didn't have to pay it wasn't for wasn't so bad. That's it wasn't true. Wasn't too most, bad. Most of our damage didn't come from the ravage phase. So we didn't really care if it didn't quite happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so much of us were stopping builds. Like obviously Green can stop yeah. builds. Laura was stopping builds with, you know, the lightning river combo. And then I was going after my moon innate where I'm gathering up three explorers. So a lot of us were just like, you're just not building. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just go a big massive flooding, big miss of oblivion. And several times there are moments where they're like, where are they exploring? These lands. And we're like, nope. No source of invaders. No source, no buildings. That happened several times. Yeah, we had a lot of explorers stop because of that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the stats. So fear and events killed eight explorers and no towns or cities in Laura's game. Sorry, babe. Here, though, ten explorers and five towns yeah. were dealt with because of fear and See, events. fear and events just love John Moore. <laughs> I'm sensing an unfortunate theme here. <laughs> Trust in ours is what I always say. So no cities ever died in either of these games so far due to fear or events. I think cities are going to die for you. I think you're getting into because of level... bringer. Yeah, <laughs> and I think yeah, terror level three is going to give you some nice fear cards. Yeah, I and bet. we'll talk a little bit about this when we talk about like post game thoughts about team composition. But yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, as far as the chances of that happening, it'll be probably the highest with my team. The blight card would have been for me if we had flipped it. Power corrodes the spirits. This one's a tough one. It really makes you lose a presence if either you play too many cards or spend too much energy in a turn. So you Ooh. so you can't either be a major's build yeah. or a minor's build. That one's right. annoying because at first you're like, oh, if you play too many cards more than three, you kind of get, you know, nipped in the bud. Yeah. And if you're a major part, you're like, ha, take that, you card play piece. <laughs> and then, oh, wait, if you keep reading, if you play a card that's worth four or more, yeah. it also hits you too. Ah, dang it! it like, it's, it's bad for everyone. So basically, you're losing a presence of yep. return. That Either, regardless of who you are, you put a parking brake on yourself or you get hit. And that's not so great. No. No. Not great. So okay. I'm glad we didn't play the blight card. Yeah. What was everyone's build real quick? For Starlight, I went for a little bit on the bottom track. I started going a little bit top track. I wanted to get two energy because I was playing Vigor the Breaking Dawn. And also I was playing Tiger's Hunting. So those were costing a little bit. And then the third growth track down. Sorry for those Starlight people. I picked that one because I could get an element and then I could reclaim cards with it. So... That's what I was able to do, but it was kind of a major's build, Starlight. I was going after energy and then elements to support those majors. And would you say it was mostly just how the game worked out, or was it like based on cards that you ended up drawing? Honestly, it was that one event where if you forget a power card, you gain two energy and move presence. So I'm like, I get a spike of two energy, I was going to get energy next turn, 
I'm going to go for a major. That and alone then, was enough to make you go for a major? It was enough. If I pulled bad majors, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just save this energy. I'll do a miner's build and play four cards or something. But I pulled Vigor of the Breaking Dawn. So with that event, giving me two energy and pulling one of my favorite majors in the game, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I need energy to support this. So, okay. Yeah, that one-two punch is what led me. Laura, what was your build with River? I went for the Alpha Gaming Mansplaining build. No! <laughs> but it was his game. <laughs> <laughs> I went for bottom track only. I think if we had had like another turn, I was ready to start going for like, like, you know, do another like rub one from the top. And two. But John was right. I really played my cards and got money from what I did. And then Ryan was able to help me out and give me extra money. Yeah, because Spur On gives you an energy. <laughs> Somehow yeah. I was never poor. Yeah. And it worked. So that was my growth, and I enjoyed it. Ryan? Oh, massive flooding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, as always, or very, very often, I did a hybrid build. But I started with going down bottom drag just because I wanted to get to four card play, yeah. just so I can get a healthy capability of using powers, even if they yet be zero-costing miners. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get there quick, but once I got to four, I was content with that. I wanted to make sure I got to my sweet spot. So I wanted to get to my three, four, and oh, I am so happy to say that between friends and the timing of this game, I did get to my three, four, which is my preferred sweet spot with them. You love that with lightning. Everybody loves that with lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Once you get to three, four, you can reclaim loot from there with some solid results and be fine. Go for me. Yeah, it works. (laughs) Between Laura giving me energy all the time with Boon of Vigor, as well as finding some really good cards that had elements that were cheap. And like being steam- gifted elements? Oh my god! Yeah, you, you, were, you were in a sweet spot. And gifted presents. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were Seth. Able to, wow, you were Seth. Able to- really making us remember those presents. Absolutely. <laughs> remember what I did for you. Remember what I did for you. Like I said, with I the power of friendship, lightning can do incredible things. <laughs> hey, I couldn't do any big plays, so I'm going to remember the to, small ones. Dude, Bat Scout was going off for you. What was Green's build? You fully grew? Cool. Um, <laughs> actually, I didn't yeah, fully grow until the very last turn. Okay. I was kind of growing a little bit more energy. About halfway through, I was about four on the top track, three on the bottom track. And the, at that point, I kind of realized I wanted to focus more on the minor powers. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was like, okay, I need more cards to be able to play. So I finished off the bottom track. And then at that point, I went. Top track because you were going full miners, so you're like, I might as well play as many miners as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Like the mm. turn six, I did my second growth option, which gives me another card. I was going to ask your opinions on that because that's the only character that has that. I loved it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Isn't it great? It. Turn one and two, I had two card play because that's what I used the growth. Well, I guess Fracture kind of does that. And then <laughs> turn six, Fracture can do anything. Fracture can do anything. That is why I love Fracture. <laughs> green. Um, back to green. Back to green. So I used the second growth option on the first two turns, and then the sixth turn, so I had five cards I could play. Wow! In the sixth turn. Yes, in the sixth turn, which was able to give out the elements, mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. This is why Boon and Vigor is so great, because you're like, hey, wait, did you just say that I get an energy for every card that I play? Well, let me go ahead and spike that by one real quick. <laughs> How about another one? How about five? Another one. Another because we talked last time about Laura's team composition, like how well they mended together. And this, yeah. I feel like this shows what I like and what I drafted my team comp. It was team support. It really It's was. time yeah. to talk about it. <laughs> 
Oh my word, this was the most collaborative team I have seen in a long time. Well, every turn, you get this, you get a presence, you get energy, you get a card play, you get speed. No joke, literally the first thing out of the gate, it was nothing but collaboration from start to finish. Yeah. Well, even you guys first turn were like, eh, green self-sufficient, we'll kind of leave you alone, and then we'll collaborate three. Green would be useful in this game. As soon as turn two happened, turn two and three. At that point, it was like even more collaboration because we're like, oh, wait, yeah, we need green to da, 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 do this like, and do that. And oh, trust I... me. We knew green was going to be very involved yeah, we <laughs> with the support. Yeah, please have fast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Every single turn, there are at least like two support powers going around. At yep. least. And sometimes only from wind without lightning. Without sarcasm, every single turn, somebody got Exaltation of Stormwind. Yep. Without fail. Yes, it's true that Thundering Destruction didn't happen every turn. It happened five out of the six, but yeah. Exaltation of Stormwind happened every single turn. And here's the thing. It costs one air. It will happen every mm. single turn. I think it was also interesting with all of that support. I felt like the borders between kind of like melted away sooner than I'm used to. Oh. Like I got onto Ryan's board within the first growth because mm-hmm. John moved my presence. And, um, <laughs> but it really did kind of feel like John got over onto my board and we all left Seth alone. So that, you know, that one didn't count. But I went over to Seth. Yeah, John helped me later in the game. And then Laura, you also were going to start over working too. over there yeah. too. Yeah. So it felt incredibly collaborative. It really did. One quick thing about travel. Did you use that defend one at all? They have defend one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. She was moving to Han a bunch with the travelers. Wait, are they yeah. for real? Yeah, you get yep. a defend one if you. If have you four have four to Han, you get defend one in a Oh. So that hey, team composition was really nice good. to know. <laughs> I liked this team for Brandenburg Six. I wasn't like drafting it specifically. Dude, this felt great. It felt good against Brandenburg. It felt right? phenomenal. So much like explore manipulation or town prevention. We this... felt scared during my game. Anybody ever feel scared during this one? This <laughs> team was so much more cohesive. Okay. Oh my goodness, this one worked together so well. It felt like that. This yeah. one felt like you have. The lesser known athletes who are working together more than the showboating all stars mm. who are all amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. And yet, Good analogy. but here's the thing that's funny both teams won literally the exact same turn Guys, in the same phase. But it took different ways to get there. Yeah. Right. It's like the Cleveland Cavaliers before LeBron left and then when he came back. Wow. Hey, sports. All of you European fans, you'll understand that one. <laughs> But this one felt way cleaner. There was a lot less blight. Mm. Way less blight. We had one blight remaining on that card in Laura's game. And here we had six left remaining. Yet at the same time, Laura's killed way more buildings. Right. Right. So that one, it felt like it was a dirtier slugfest where heavier hits were being received and delivered. Mm -hmm. As opposed to this one. But I also think that the roles were a bit more shared this time. Yeah. Think about it. Finder was doing just basically nothing but control. All he did was control his Finder in that game. Stone was basically doing all that they could to just, like, stay alive. Kind of defense. Keeper was doing their best to do what they could. And basically, Thunderspeaker was the embodiment of offense. And it worked. Yeah. But here, offense was split kind of between mostly River, kind of Lightning, a little bit of Starlight. Fear was like, well, a little green. bit of starlight, a little bit of river, decent amount of lightning, a lot of green. A lot of green fear. Control was actually surprisingly a little bit of everyone. Yeah. yeah. Decent oh, yeah. amount of starlight. Yeah. A lot moves. of river. Uh, oh, of course, river. So one thing that was funny was... So, the utility, everyone was being utility. Yeah. Everyone. 
Boon of reimagining. Gift of proliferation. Boon of vigor. Boon of vigor. Boon. Everything I did. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so much more collaborative. It felt like a much tighter team that shared a bit more. Mm -hmm. Yet, all those things that we're doing were just like little things. Here, you get one speed upgrade. You get one energy. You get one this. One extra card play. Right. Right. There, it was like... Manifestation of power. 60 damage. damage. I'll say, I liked the Slugfest better. (laughs) It was more eccentric. It was exciting. It was like, are we going to die? Who's to say? No, seriously, I think it was more eccentric in Laura's game and more bigger, crazier things happening a few amount of times. Here, it was more often and smaller, but it it was constant and it was everyone. Precise. It did. Surgical. It felt surgical, tactical, and Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I would very much agree. Because I asked Laura, like, would you get anyone different? She said, you know, she wished she had Ocean. I don't think I would swap anyone out. I don't know. I wouldn't. I liked this I team's wouldn't. This was makeup. really this was good. good. Yeah. Good this team. was really good. I would say, for me, I haven't played many adversary matches. Yeah. This is the highest up until this point. It was level four and accident. Thanks, John. <laughs> if you listen back to our six player game. the six player game, you'll hear all about that. Um, but so my highest experience was level four. So jumping into level six, I was like, oh. This Welcome is gonna, to the big league. Yeah, here we go. This is going to be fun. And it didn't feel much harder than the normal game. Like, just, this one wasn't. Well, again, the team makeup, it all worked. It really right. seemed like a standard game. Like, I didn't feel the pressure this time that quick, we got to go, we got to go. In Laura's game, there was a moment in turn two and three, I'm like, we might lose. Oh boy. <laughs> we might flip or at the least card. it's possible the reality yeah. of it was like. Or at least like we're about to flip the black card and right. that could make us lose. We got right. some hair on our chests during that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Brian doesn't need it anymore. I was stoned. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Black's fine. Anyway, thank you all for like playing. This was a fun one. Oh, this yeah. was so much was. fun. And I liked like we're all saying how collaborative it was. No one's like fighting or keeping to themselves or only right. focusing on their own board mm-hmm. or something. And that's like the best part of this game. There's a lot of games. I think you guys talk about this like in the first few podcasts, but there's a lot of games where it's PVP and there's some co-op, but this one's really like you're so cooperative. Like just the order of card play makes or breaks the entire game. Yeah, like, such a big difference. And it's just it makes it so much fun. And the replayability, you guys talk about it all the time, is we could play the exact same game, same spirits, same adversary at the same level, and it would be an entirely different game. Purely because... What if we don't pull Spur on, or right. Nature's Resilience, right. Right. or Elements of Boon? What if those don't come up and we get something right. else? Or what if they come up for different spirits? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if I were to have a closing statement, it would be this was the best kind of game for me. The most mm. enjoyable one. The one where we are just so involved in everyone else's stuff. John, you were on Seth's board. Laura was on mine. I was going to yours. Yep. We were mm-hmm. literally gifting each other stuff every, every turn. single turn. That's not even a metaphor or a hyperbole. That was literally every single turn. Things were being shared, given, and we worked together so hard with this game. Mm-hmm. And those are the kinds of things where it's like, look how easy a max level adversary was when the teamwork was so good. Mm. Right? And like, oh, it was such like, that's the purest essence of the game for me. What else to say when the events don't suck? (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) I was about to say, we did have some good swings in our favor for sure. Right. But the team makeup was a huge part of that. Yeah. I do have some fun facts for you. Yes. 
So, Flat Top made a reappearance. Hey, Flat Top. <laughs> hey, Flat Top. He was on board D. On land on number one. Land number one. <laughs> and nice. he stayed there the whole game. Yeah, didn't do a whole lot, but don't worry. He went ham in Laura's game, so he definitely earned his vacation this time. Yes. So... He was on the beaches, on the wetlands, so... Yeah. but a little vacation. Honestly, nice we were just happy to see him. <laughs> we were just happy to see him. Also, John's and Ryan's disease was never used. That's true. It yeah. stayed on the board the whole time? Yeah. Stayed on the board. Mine never we... even moved. John's got moved. Mine got moved from an event But it or never something. got yeah. spent. It never got spent up. I used Disorienting Landscape to place a single wilds that never got used. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Yay. That's fun. And I also went and looked at the stats for Laura's plays of Massive Flooding, my plays of Miss of Oblivion, and John's plays of Vigor of the Breaking Dawn. You see, between those three powers, those were in essence the majority of the destruction of the boom boom cards yeah and i kind of wanted to ask everyone what they thought their play or plays of the game were in this case it doesn't necessarily always come down to a single thing but like maybe what were the top three best things that your character brought to the table so i'll ask that after i talk about the fun stats of each of these three cards so vigor of the breaking dawn was used three times John, your first time you used it, you got an explorer and a city. Nice. Your second time, you got one of everyone, a town, a city, and an explorer. And the last time, you got a town. So over the course of three uses, you killed two explorers, two towns, and two cities. Respectable. For a total of six fear and six invaders. I'll take it. Not bad for three uses. I'll take it, yeah. Not bad. For Mists of Oblivion, I used it twice. My first time I used it, I killed one of everyone, one town, one explorer, one city. And my second time, I got five explorers, one town, and one city. So I killed, all told, six explorers, two towns, and two cities. Because of the card's effect, that got me... 10 fear wow. and 10 invaders killed. All right. Well nice. done. Better than me. With two uses. And then comes okay, in massive, massive flooding. flooding. That was used <laughs> three times. Fully unlocked. Fully unlocked. Yep. I used it some not unlocked times. <laughs> it killed two explorers, one town, and one city on its first maiden voyage. Later, next turn, it was used to kill six explorers, three towns, and one city. And the last time it was used, it killed four towns and four explorers. So, with a grand total of 12 explorers, 8 towns, and 2 cities, 4, 12 fear, and 22 invaders killed. (laughs) Travel River goes boom boom, Laura. So I'd like to talk first about my play of the game. (laughs) Hey, yep. Ryan's brother Peter brought me a bowl of chips right when I wanted them. Nice. That was my play of the game. Okay. Nice. I don't feel good Good now. Good job, Pete. (laughs) Mistakes were made. You've only had chips today. But at the moment, play of the game. (laughs) In all seriousness, the massive floodings and the boons of vigor going off. My play of the game, I'm sorry, still turn one. The fact that I stopped three builds. That was huge. Really unlocked so much for me for Starlight. Simply having an amazing moon and eight. Yeah, (laughs) moon and eight and being made fast. I was like, okay, now I can lean into majors and focus solely on like built up lands or something. Yeah. So that unlocked a lot for me. Such Mm. a funny little random play of the game, but it's so real. It changed the entire game for me. When you realize how much that saves you from... As far as, like, what that could have snowballed into. Yeah. <laughs> could have three towns were 
right. not built, and that could have been ravages and blights. Yeah, so much was saved mm-hmm. from that one turn one gather up three explorers. I think as far as green goes, my plays of the game are probably going to be just like the putting out the little fires with like bats. Yeah. Scout. Bats was a good pull for you. That was a good pull. Just growing quickly, mm. as green tends to do. Mm. And then just being able to help out where others needed it, whether it's giving lightning elements and presents or giving Me presents, you well, presents yeah. and a couple elements, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I helped River too much, but... River's fine. River's fine. She had, had that covered. Yeah. yeah. Lightning, yeah. lightning had that covered. So, but just being able to be kind of like that, putting out the little fires and be a little bit of a supporty character. Yeah. Kind of a change of pace for me. So it was nice. It was nice. Ryan? Honestly, much like with what you guys are saying, it wasn't like one big crazy thing. Yeah. That's Laura's job. <laughs> but it was honestly like this spirit doing this spirit things. Green doing green things. Starlight just doing starlight things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like these crazy ridiculous things that sometimes we have. It was like the consistency of doing this. Like when I think of green, it was like, no, I didn't see green ever go like, oh, look at this massive land wiping power. But just like holding them back and just nickel and diming. Town here, town there, city town here. here, city there. Like there's one here, one there, two here, one there. But constantly. John, you doing the same thing with the tiger's hunting. Yeah. And I could say the same thing with lightning. I would say, in this case, there were three things that lightning was able to do. And they're not, like, really all that crazy. One of them, kind of, and that would just be the two plays of Miss of Oblivion. Really good fear. Using it twice. Ten fear. Not bad. We needed to get to tier two. And, you know, like I said, killed ten invaders with it. Six explorers, two towns, two cities. Not bad. Mm -hmm. That's not crazy, though. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest things were ironically smaller than that, but they were consistent. Mm -hmm. That was just team support. The whole time. Right. I was getting say, spur. Yeah. Giving Seth speed upgrades every single turn. Giving Laura Lightning's Boon all the time. Spur on all the time. Just like, look at the support. Your play of the game was the Windinate. Was just the Honestly, wind. Yeah. And just being wind. Just being yeah. wind. Seriously. Was your play of the game. The only other thing I would say, honestly, was between Shatter Homesteads and Thundering Destruction, but mostly Thundering Destruction happening five out of the six turns. Every time level one, Destroying buildings. I kept yep. popping the one town that kept showing up. Every time, it was like it never happened. And I remember, John, you're like, Ryan, that line's about to ravage. I'm, I'm like, like, what are you doing? Doesn't matter. Because I'm just going to, hey, yep. it says I can make an innate fast, so I'll go make Thundering Destruction fast. And yeah. boop. Just get them. So, like, consistently getting those towns off and then just helping people. Honestly, that was the play of the game. Helping people the whole time. And it was great. It was great. I mean, that's what's cool that these play of the game, like, for Laura's play of the game, you know, 40 damage in one land and three cities destroyed. But like, I And like, one bowl of chips. <laughs> I like that our play of the game for this game was the support. That's cool that everyone mentioned for their play of the game. It's like, oh, it's when I use Gift of Proliferation. Yep. It's when I use Exaltation of the Stormwind. It's when I use Boon of Vigor. It's when I use Boon of Reimagining. Like, those mm-hmm. were our plays of the game. And right. that's what was cool. I think we've had this conversation before, at least me and Ryan have, is would you rather have an ability that doesn't do something that's super big, but small, but it happens all the time, Mm. or something that's like mediocre to big, but it either takes a while to activate, or it's not super consistent, and both of us, the answer is consistency all the the time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Big, 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 big. Except for Lauren, because she's... But see, I mean, that's why, like, Shadows, yeah, I gather one Explorer in the Fast, but that changes so much for yeah. Shadows. I get right. to stop a build, which means to stop a Ravage, which means to stop mm. a Blight. Like, that little consistency mm. is exactly. crazy. Yep. Well, John, 
how relieved are you that you had a higher score than Laura? And <laughs> what are your Laura. thoughts? How justified do you feel? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Laura did set a really solid bar. Yeah. She won, period, and she did so without flipping the blight card. Just mm-hmm. barely. And we were like, that's not a... High. Right. That's not a negligible thing that you can just be like, eh, whatever, and coast through. Like, you're going to have to work to beat it. And you barely did. Yeah. When you realize how quick and how fickle scoring is to be within three. Yeah, it's close. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was like a 50 to 60, okay, or 67 to 50, all right, yeah, that was pretty. But no, like 64, 67, that's, that's really that's close. That's a couple to Han. That's I a mean, few yeah. blights. Like, like well, three fear points. cards killed, what, five towns? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. five fear, and you were only six fear ahead of her. That's true. Right. So that's... Yeah. Right. That's pretty big. And, like, think about the Olympics. The gold medalist versus the silver medalist in a race sometimes comes down to hundredths, sometimes even thousandths of a second. Of a second. Yeah. So, like, That's you are literally, like. even if you're the second place silver medalist, you are literally the best human in the world at this thing, except for one dude who honestly did it at the basic same time. Ryan's you know being, what I mean? Ryan's being so nice right now. Watching get like, a score of 75, Bringer gets, like, 20 fear in one <laughs> yeah. car, jumps jumps three terror levels. He's going to say all that, and then he's going to Usain Bolt us. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Really yeah. You're being here. so sweet right now. It's like, anyway, we're on turn three, uh, terror level four. So, my question is, John, what are your thoughts going into game three? I'm happy with how my game turned out. I think I think the fear will really show how nice it is to have fear. Because it's and the fear, only team with the fear spirit on it. And early fears. Yes, we were all generating fear by turn five or six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like early fear because that gets you out of the terror level yeah. one. At the moment, it's really interesting to see how each team has performed and the feeling that each game made me feel. Yeah. Laura's was a nerve-wracking slugfest, and it was kind of fun. This was a team effort, this game. What's that one going to feel like? I have no idea. (laughs) Listen and find out. We're about to play it next. Yep. But until then. Until that time, I've been Ryan. I've been John. I've been Laura. And I've been Seth. Hey! Thanks for coming on, Seth. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been fun. Hey! I have enjoyed having you on. I hope you had a fun time. I hope to be on again sometime. Hooray. And we'll see what they say. All right, season five. All right. (laughs) Be sure to check out the YouTube channel and all of our other platforms that we post on. Our? (gasps) One of us. One of us. (laughs) Which include Instagram and Facebook. And we will catch you all on the Flippity Flip. Peace out. Peace, peace. Bye. Hey there. Editing Ryan here. The next episode will be the account of my team and how they performed in the final battle report in this Brandenburg Prussia takedown series. It came to a little under two hours. You'll get it next week. We'll see you then. Have a great Labor Day weekend. We appreciate that you took the time to listen to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. Feel free to interact with us on our socials. You can catch us on our Facebook or Instagram, as well as BoardGameGeek, Reddit, and Discord. Consider supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get access to episodes early as well as our private Discord. Links to all those will be in the description of this episode. Have a great one, and may the elements be ever in your favor.